The following is an Auburn Network production. It's a classic combination. Wings 94-3 and Auburn High School football. It's a rollout and looking for a throwback and it's there and give him six. Touchdown, Tiger. Puts his foot in the ground, dives for the end zone. Give him six. Cuts back inside. Let's go. Gets free and he's gonna score. AHS Football on Wings 94.3 is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Now, the voice of Auburn High Football, Scott Bagwell. A couple of weeks ago, your Auburn High School Tigers started their home schedule against the Enterprise Wildcats in a day full of festivities. It was DeMarcus Ware Day honoring the Auburn High School Pro Football Hall of Famer. And from there, Auburn High did not play well. Got down 14-0, fought all the way back, and then lost at the buzzer in a result that will impact the rest of the regular season as Auburn High finds themselves behind the eight ball here heading into the deep part of region play. Tigers need a win tonight against against newly minted Percy Julian, and then Auburn High's got a win next week against Ramsey before they get ready for the big two showdowns that will be against Opelika and the Central Red Devils as Auburn High School comes in with a record of 3-1 and one, but still have a very murky road to the playoffs as that's what happens in a very deep and very tough region. One loss can kind of change everything, and Auburn High School is dealing with the effects of that loss against Enterprise still a couple of weeks later. We come back here on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kickoff. We'll have keys to the game as you are listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do It Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do It Center at Building Supply. It's Auburn High Game Night on Wings 94.3. And this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. 
This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Scott Bagwell here, and joining me now is Rob Pate. And let's look at tonight's keys to the game presented by Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. And, Rob, a couple of weeks ago, that loss to Enterprise kind of changed everything. You also had a quarterback injury, and since then, Auburn High has been able to win a couple of games but the schedule after this is really, really tough, and this is kind of Auburn's last chance to, to get all their ducks in a row. Yeah, this, is, this is their opportunity for a get-right game, uh, Scott, and uh, they need to go out and, and just take advantage of that. I mean, play assignment football. Something extraordinary, I think, would have to happen for you know, them to walk out of here tonight with a loss. Um, they just need to play sound, sound football, go out and uh, do the little things, and have fun. I mean, you know, but – Work on establishing and, and perfecting what your new identity is going to be now with, uh, without your, your starting quarterback in play and uh, go out and just try to make those things uh, better and improve upon what you do well. Yeah, and the other thing is is uh, the defense knows it. You know, yeah. your starting quarterback goes down. You're trying to figure out who's it going to be. That onus now goes to the defense to, hey, you know, they played well against Dothan. The offense is what it is. You got out of there with a win. Played well last week. You know, we'll see what happens this week. But Ramsey, Opelika, Central yeah. are three explosive offenses. And so it's get right for offense, but the defense also knows that they're going to have to play pretty darn good, maybe near perfect football once you hit that meat of the schedule. Yeah, you, you do. And, and part of it is about just giving your offense time to find themselves, give this coaching staff find, time to find, you know, what it is that uh, is going to make the offense go. And, and I think that they'll find some things that, that they can do well. Offensively, try to work on the things that you're weakest tonight and see if you can give some things to uh, um, to, to those guys to have to, you know, your opponents to have to prepare for, but, uh, but also give your guys some confidence. Um, but – not to feel like defensively you have to be perfect every time you go out there, but uh, to still be able to play with a high level and, and turn the ball over and get these get this offense an opportunity to uh, have a short field. But, um, the, you know, the other thing is the offensive line. It, yep. It's uh, so incumbent on them to, to play well now that, uh, that the passing game is such in question. So, you know, a lot of guys that just have to pick up the the, uh, the slack now that uh, now that you're playing with a quarterback uh, that's kind of an unknown. Yeah, and I mean, last last week you mentioned short field. Auburn High started basically at the mid, at midfield. The average starting position for Auburn wow. was their own 48 yard line, and I mean, the first first drive of the game was at the six going in. So, you know, it's uh, that's the something defense did very well against against Jag was get Auburn that short field, let the offense get rolling and then kind of cruise to a victory from there. Um, and then adding on to that, I think a key for Auburn is is pass game. You know, yeah. uh, It's gotten a little bit better. It's gotten more. The, the game at Dothan was what it was. It was going to be tough to ask that offense, a pass game, to get anything going. Saw a little bit more last week. Expect to see a little bit more this week and just continue to build and build. And also uh, feed the ball to Ian Nation. See if, you know, you, you need to throw the ball a little bit. Go get it to your best player out there and see if uh, he can make something happen. The other one is probably get Cheetah Webb involved in the pass game, get that explosiveness because Auburn's still kind of from that first-string offense still looking for their first massively big pass play. They had a 56-yard gain with the backups last week, but still need, you know, it's so tough to drive the ball against really good defenses. Need to find a way to get big chunk plays. Nope, I agree. And uh, and like you said, get get the ball in, in quality field position and uh, defensively 
um, you know, make sure that uh, that you're doing that for for your offense, and then offensively not putting your defense in a bad situation, yep. which is what they did um, to lose in that enterprise, game enterprise. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, come out and uh, see if you can't get something going through the air. But but you know, you're going to have to lean on your offense uh, on your offensive line and, and see if those guys can come out and perform when everybody knows they're going to run the football. Yeah, and you know, you look at the running game for Auburn. 200 yards down at Dothan, average six yards a carry, about five and a half against Jag. But the stats from the Jag game get kind of weird because it was, you know, backups and short field a lot. You couldn't really see anything. But, yeah, uh, this offense is going to go a lot better if the offensive line continues to get better. And Coach Stafford told me at the beginning of the year, this is a line, week two, week three, it might be a little bit of a struggle, but week six, seven, eight, he expects them to be a whole lot better. Well, for them to be better coming to the Opelika Central game, they need to take another step here tonight. Yeah, they, they got to get better each time they come out and play. I mean, it's just growth. It's steady growth as the season goes on. But but you've only got a handful of opportunities to play against opponents that uh, that you can use to, to, to work on some things. You know, you can't take these guys totally for granted. Um, you know, they, they, you just you got to go out and perform. But uh, it, it, this is a different quality of opponent than what you're going to see in the next three weeks. And you've got to know what you do well. And um, and so tonight's important of kind of laying that foundation to see, you know, where we're at and uh, what we're capable of taking into the next three games and doing well. We come back. Jack Hudden joins the broadcast as he will have a key or he will have different games going on around the state and in the world of sports as that wraps up. The keys to the game presented by Googe Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at googecenter.auburn.edu. You're listening to the – Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Gooch Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoinc.com. Now, more of the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. Good to be home at the corner of University and Glenn here at the Duck. Jack Hutton here to bring you closer to kickoff. And welcome back to Auburn, Alabama, inside Duck Sanford Stadium, where the Auburn High School Tigers continue that climb back up through Area 2 tonight 
against the Phoenix from Percy Julian. And this is the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff brought to you by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. It's an odd situation the Tigers are in this year playing their first three out of four games on the road. Interestingly enough, Auburn 0-1 inside the friendly confines, but 3-0 and away from home. They'll go for home win number one on the year tonight as they try to power their way through that early loss to Enterprise. Meanwhile, Percy Julian has kind of roller-coastered through the first few weeks. They bested Lanier 21-0 out of the gate, but fell in their last two games by a combined total of 86-14. They look to pull off what would be an even larger upset than the one Auburn, Auburn suffered in this very stadium a couple of weeks ago. Auburn a heavy favorite in this one, but as we've been reminded time and time again by Coach Keith Etheridge, Every game from here on is a must win. And with that, let's run you through some other matchups in Alabama high school football tonight on the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn. First, some Thursday night action. couple of games in 7A. Closest to home, the number two Central Red Devils handle Jag with relative ease. They wax the Jaguars 55 to nothing. Red Devils maintain that outright lead in area two ball. And then down south, Mary Montgomery keeps up their undefeated ways with a 42-7 drubbing of Bryant. This is the best the Mary Montgomery team has seen in a very long time. Now to tonight, begin in area two, and we'll work out. Number seven, Dothan, and the Wolves' vaunted rushing attack. They welcome 0-4 Smith Station to town. Dothan did a little more than take down Prattville last week, a 59-24 drubbing of the Lions. Smith's trying to find something to lean on. Panthers would have to get right in a hurry to make any noise. The number eight Enterprise Wildcats get a break from area play tonight with Rehoboth from 5A headed to town. Rebels are one and two out of the year of the city of Dothan, and the Cats would probably be heavily favored there. Auburn certainly keeping an eye on the prize the rest of the year. The Cats have the tiebreaker over Auburn as of now. Here's a big one in area two. Prattville headed down. I-85 up about 15 minutes away from us. The 20th-ranked Lions try to right the ship tonight against number 11 Opelika after taking a beating from Dothan last week. Don't let the 2-2 two and two record from the Dogs fool you. Those losses have come against the numbers 1-2 and two team in the state, most recent of which was a three-point game in the final three minutes before Central is able to put that one away. Now let's run through the rest of the Heart of Dixie, starting up to 80 in the Birmingham area. Number 11, Hoover, got to get right at 1-3. and three. They host six-ranked Hewitt Trustful. Huskies have scored 40 points in their last three games after dropping the first of the season to Central. Auburn High fans certainly interested in what Hoover's going to look like the rest of the way. Let's, uh, let's stay in the Iron City. Number five, Estavia Hills gets number 14, Spain Park. Rebels have looked pretty good through the first few weeks. Spain Park, a couple of wins to open the season, but have since fallen to both Hoover and Thompson. We'll see who can get right in that one. Speaking of the defending state champs, the Warriors out of Thompson High host number 24, Chelsea, in an attempt to get to 4-0 on the season. And then number 17, Tuscaloosa County takes on the Eagles from Oak Mountain after a couple weeks of upheaval and eligibility concerns down there. We'll see if they can bring that focus back. Still certainly a lot to play for in that Birmingham kind of central region three. Let's shoot down towards the Gulf. One of the bigger matchups in the state, a couple of top 15 squads squaring off. It's 4-1 Daphne taking on number uh, at number 11, taking on number nine, Baker, who looks to stay undefeated. They're trying to put a fifth tally in the win column as well. Only other competition down in Area 1 tonight, a couple of one and, one and three teams playing in what would seem to have pretty large playoff implications. Davidson visits Fairhope, Pirates of Fairhope trying to get back into the playoffs after actually dropping to this Auburn High team in the first round of last year. 
Now let's trek north very quickly. A good number of contacts taking place. It's Jane Clements and the 13th-ranked Jets flying up to Florence to engage in a battle of the skies, if you will. The Eagles ranked 19th and trying to get above that 500 mark. Two top 25 squads, but with only one win on the year go, go head-to-head -head to try to make it two. It's the Huntsville Panthers playing host to the Patriots out of Bob Jones. Another one of those games with seemingly large amount of playoff implications. Wrapping things up, Albertville winless on the season. They hit the road to number 18, Austin. The Black Blairs trying to get above 500. Should be relatively highly favored there. And then finally, Grissom and Sparkman, where the Senators from Sparkman are out to a 4-0 start. Grissom trying to get their season back on the rails at 1-3. There's a look at your Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin, East University Drive in Auburn. Sun setting below the trees here as we get ready to go into the great city of Auburn, Alabama, where the fourth-ranked Auburn High Tigers get set to take on the Percy Julian Phoenix. We'll have your starting lineups and some thoughts with Coach Keith Etheridge when we return on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. It's time for a pregame visit with Auburn High head coach, Keith Etheridge. Welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Scott Bagwell here joined by head coach Keith Etheridge. Coach, got a, got a big win last week, um, but you turn around with another, with another big region game, and uh, just like last time we played at home, there's a lot of outside stuff. You know, first week against Enterprise, it was DeMarcus wearing all that homecoming now and yeah. uh how do you make sure the team stays focused and uh because you know you don't need all the outside noise to to kind of get in the way of of, of a big time needed w here tonight yes yeah, it's, it's hard man because you you know usually you only have one week you have to prepare for stuff like that yeah. and you know it's been the first two games <laughs> this year so uh you know our kids we just tell them you know it's all about the game yeah you know the funds in winning the game uh, you can enjoy all the other stuff after the game. You yeah. know, you, the homecoming dance tomorrow night, you know, all that stuff you can enjoy after the game. But if you want to enjoy the week, you got to yeah. make sure that you win the game because, 
you know, it's, it, I'm sure they'll be miserable on Saturday night at the dance if they don't win the game on Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you take take on a, a talented Percy Julian team. Um, you know, they got they got some playmakers out wide, and uh, you know, it, it's a team that um, if you let stick around and they start getting momentum, yeah. next thing you know, you look up, you're in the fourth quarter, and and you're having to find a way to win a football game. Yeah. And you know, we don't we don't want it to be like that. You know, we've had. Enough games like that already this year. We've had a couple of those, and you know, came out on a good end in the batting. And we want to make sure that we, you know, take care of business early if we can. You know, don't let them hang around. Right. And, you know, but they got playmakers. Yep. You know, so we do have to be ready to, to stop them from getting a big play, and we got to keep the ball away from them if we can. Yeah. You know, control the football. You know, and and that 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 help if we get Omar and and Flakes and all those guys involved. In Nation, you know, Gibby, uh, Griff, uh, Cody, you know, Trey Marcus, yeah. all those guys need to touch the ball and, you know, just make plays for us. Yeah, and, Henry. Yeah, all, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it's turned into, you know, last year you, you kind of were, were more, you know, one running back and a couple of receivers. Yeah. But this year, with especially with Jackson going out, it's yeah. got to be everybody has to yeah, help out a little bit. It does, and you 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 may see those other two young quarterbacks too. Did I? You know, I think that you know they may get a chance to play, and you know if they do, I hope they go out there and do great. Right. Um, people always ask who's going to be your star, who's going to do that, who's going to do that. Look, I hope everybody we stick in does awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that happens, then we're in good shape. Yeah. So, you know, we just want everybody to play well. We want to. We want to. Play with a lot of effort, a lot of yeah. and a great attitude, and just just have fun and fly around. It's game five. It kind of feels kind of weird to say that, but we're, yeah. we're almost at the halfway point, which means it feels weird even in September start talking about playoffs. But mm-hmm. we have to, and it's easy to get up for like the Opelikas and and the Centrals. Right. Like, hey, we need to win that game to get the playoffs, seeding, right. blah blah blah. But there's not really a path to the playoffs without a win against Percy Julian. So how do you make right. sure that, that the team is, hey guys, this is you know this is yeah. as much of a must win as that Dothan yeah. game was? Absolutely. And you know it's it's kind of funny that people you know you're sitting here you're three in the morning you're talking about you got to win this game to yeah. win the playoffs, playoffs you know and but that's the case you know every game in this region is a must win mm-hmm. you know uh, you start dropping games you know I mean you. you you see yourself outside that playoff picture because we're in a nine-team region. Very easy to be. You can be a really good team and not make the playoffs in this region. So. Somebody beat the number one team in the state last year, and, and they didn't make the playoffs in this region. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's, uh, it's, one of the, it's one of them things where that could happen any year. Mm-hmm. You know? So we, we just want to take it one week at a time, get better every single week, and put ourselves in a position at the end of the year where we can get in the playoffs and then try to make a run. Yeah, and, and last week, as uh, we talked about needing to get off to a fast start, we talked about yeah. that a lot, but I don't know that you can get much faster than, than uh, a fumble yeah. and then score, and we're 15 seconds into the game and you have a 7 nothing lead, and yeah. your defense started on, on the field. Yeah. Um, how important is it to, to get something going positive early? Because in the last home game against Enterprise, 14-0 hole, yeah. and then all of a sudden – you. Just a weird game. Yeah. How do you make sure you grab the ball? Had to fall the back, fight back, and then you know take the lead, and then lose it right there on the yeah. last play of the game. So you know we're one play away from being four and zero right now, mm-hmm. uh, but we're also you know one play away from being two and two. Yep. You know, so um, it's it's 
you know, you just got to prepare for those things and, and put yourself in a position where you don't have to <laughs> rely on that yeah. pass play. <laughs> you know, one play in most games, one play is not going to win or lose the game. Right. You know, um, but you want to make it make sure that you you get those three or four plays that yeah. they go the way you need them to go, and your guys are pushing to make those plays, and they're just they're prepared when that when that time comes to make the play. Coach, it feels like we've actually become more uh, comfortable with the road trips and all that. Yeah. What's it like to be back at home finally? We it's second home game. Um, it's a short home schedule. It just is what it is. But but what's it like to be able to play at home at the Duck it's, tonight? It's refreshing to be able to be at home. You know, uh, really love playing at the Duck. You know, it's one of the best atmospheres in high school football. Um, so, you know, we're just trying to, you know, be relaxed, you know, Get get done with all this homecoming stuff and, and get to the game. Yeah. Well, Coach, should be a whole lot of fun tonight. And uh, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. Go Tigers. That's head coach Keith Thatcher. We'll be back with more. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Radio Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, guys. This is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. Home buying has never been simple. In today's economy, it's vital to work with an experienced lender who understands your needs. Auburn Bank's mortgage lending team is made up of local folks who can help you navigate the process. Whether it's finding your dream home or making improvements to your existing home, stop by our new home in the Auburn Bank Center. We'll be glad to help. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 403461. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. It's almost game time on your Auburn High School football station. Now, the Auburn Banks starting lineups. Welcome back to Duck Sanford Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. Time for your starting lineups presented by Auburn Bank. Their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Visit Auburn Bank, champions of you and proud sponsor of Auburn High Football. First for the defense. Defensive end, number 10, Marquise Washington, the senior at defensive tackle. The senior, number zero, Deuce White. Other defensive tackle, Caleb Crawford, the senior, wearing number 92. Caleb Pitts, the junior, at number 11, gets the start at the other defensive end slot. Wyatt Trexler, the senior, number five, will play the linebacking core. Ty Hudson is out. We believe Andrew Hahn will step into that linebacker spot, wearing number six. He's the senior. Uh, DJ Witcher, a senior, nickel, wearing number 13. Pete Davis at corner, a senior wearing number one. Jackson Mills, a senior wearing number three, will play safety. Davis Smith back there as well as another senior. Team, this Auburn team is another safety. And then Mike Gunn, your other corner on the evening. He's a junior and will wear number seven. 
Ian Nation will punt return. Tyler Flake's kick return to Marcus Webb will be another kick returner. On offense, it'll be Crawford Lofridge wearing number six. Tyler Flake's the senior will get the start at halfback. Griffin McLean, the tight end, number senior. Cody Palmer wearing number three, the senior H receiver. Ian Nation, the senior wideout. Gibson Lofridge, another senior wideout. And then Clem Womack on the offensive line wearing number 67 at left tackle. Hugh Botiford at left guard wearing number 54. Jalen Foster, the senior at playing center, wearing number 64. Case Whaley, Case Watley, that is, number 77, a senior playing right guard. And finally, Aiden Platt, the junior, wearing number 73 and starting at right tackle. Your special teams, Towns Magoo, the senior, kicker off and kicker on the evening. And then finally, Tyler McKinnell, the senior, wearing number 24. He is your punter. We head to break, and we'll come right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Wings 94.3 WGZZ and WGZZ HD Waverly Auburn Opelika This is Coach Hugh Freeze and your home for Auburn football and Auburn Opelika is also your home for classic hits Wings 94.3 From Wings 94.3 Sports Auburn High School Football is on the air presented by the orthopedic clinic russell building supply and southern union also brought to you by auburn bank franklin tire and auto university ace hardware troy bank and trust and by Gouge performing arts center Downs Magoo will tee things up and we're about ready for action auburn high in the white helmet with the all-black uniforms Percy Julian still in their old uniforms from the past couple of years. New ones have not come in yet. Towns Magoo kicking from right to left towards the concession stand will approach. He'll kick this one away. It's long, and that one will hit, oh, about nine yards deep. Towns Magoo has been almost perfect. He's only got one kick that didn't go out of the back of the end zone. He hooked it and kicked it out of bounds against Dothan. Other than that, all touchbacks all the time, and now the defense will get their first swing against the Phoenix of Percy Julian. 
Yeah, I want to come out and set a tone right from the outset. And uh, you know that uh, that this team wants to get the ball out on the perimeter, get it in their playmakers' hands. So you've got to be good tacklers. You've got to come out uh, ready to uh, to set a tone. Yeah, and Percy Julian, they're going to try to spread the ball around, want to spread out this Auburn defense and make them and, and try to get some easy completions. Bryson McGrew will be the quarterback. A three-by-one set and a spread look in the gun. Auburn shifts on the defensive line. Drop back, fakes it. Now there's just a quarterback uh, run off the tackle. Big yardage, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, and will run out of bounds just shy of the 30-yard line. They're going to mark it at the 33-yard line. Big gain on the play. Ended up they outflanked Auburn one-on-one. Nice block from the running back, and then a big gain on the first play. Yeah, outflanked. They had more guys on this side, a quarterback keeper, so uh, you don't account for that. And then uh, the wide receiver was able to take the corner with him and then chip the uh, safety, so there was nobody down this Auburn hash. Big play, gain of 47 on the play. McGrew in the gun, claps the hands. Drops back, wants the slant underneath. Pete Davis gets the hand in the middle. Coming back over the top was Jackson Mills. Almost got the pick. Incomplete, second down and 10 coming. A really good job there by uh, Pete Davis getting that hand around without going through the receiver. That was a quick slant. He was on the outside. The receiver had position, but uh, Pete Davis able to be really active with his hands to, uh, to get that ball loose. Good play by him with the green gloves he's sporting. Hey, you know what? If you go out and go out and play, <laughs> wear whatever. The big thing is make sure it's not red. That's that's my thing if you're at Auburn High, don't wear red. Same look, three-by-one set here for the Phoenix, and it's just a quarterback run up the middle. Caleb Pitts from the defensive end spots, beats the tackle, comes around, makes the play, big third down and nine coming. Yeah, great job there by the entire Auburn defensive front. Uh, Caleb Pitts gets credit for the tackle, and he does a nice job coming off the edge, but the uh, center of that defense stood tall there, and that's just nowhere to go for the quarterback on the draw. Deuce White in the middle. He's been an absolute load so far this year, wearing number zero. If you're going to wear zero as a D-tackle, you better be a disruptor. And that he is, 12 tackles for a loss on the year. And whistle on the play. Timeout is called, and it is official timeout to get something squared away. I'm not really sure what is the issue. We'll keep it here, though, but it's kind of obvious that that – Percy Julian saw something in yeah. film study that they like out of this three-by-one set. Yeah, absolutely. First play was uh, was an obvious uh, opportunity for those guys to, to outflank Auburn. Um, Auburn had had slanted on the play. They uh, they had defenders that just didn't have enough of them over here. And uh, the the corner or the wide receiver on the uh, near side was able to. Uh, take a, a, a corner with him in man-to-man coverage, but was also able to block the safety to the play side. So he took two guys, plus you had the running back as a lead blocker, so they just had more numbers. Yeah, that was a two-for-one. I feel like if you're giving out helmet sticker, that might be worth a couple of them. <laughs> the first time we've seen a tight end look for the Phoenix, and that's what uh, we get here. Two receivers to the left, which is the wide side of the field. McGrew in the gun, claps the hands, wants the bubble, and it short hops it. It's a forward pass. It'll be incomplete, fourth down and nine coming. Yeah, they see that void out there right over the slot receiver. They just try to stand up and, and hit the quick route. Uh, not, a, not a good throw by the quarterback, throwing it at his feet. But uh, but Auburn would have been there to make the tackle even with a good throw. It's going to put Percy Julian in a position of probably having to go for it here. Uh, I watched their kicker uh, in warm-ups, and he's a, a straight-on straight kicker. 
probably has about a 30-yard at max range. I think that was a go-for-it call, trying to get half yeah. of it set up a fourth down and more manageable. Fourth and nine coming, 10.53 left to go here in the opening quarter. And now the, the Phoenix will look over to their sideline to get the call. McGrew calls out the signs to his receivers and the O-line. Still 10 seconds left to go on the play clock, clocking down to about five now. Tigers rushing four. Little stun up front. McGrew beats the pressure, now trying to scramble. Going to slip and lose his feet coming around the edge. believe Caleb Pitts is going to get credit for the sack on the play on fourth and nine, and Auburn gets the opening game stop, and the Tigers will take over. Yeah, good job right there after the, the big play to start that drive. Caleb Pitts chasing the ball down, but a good job to start that play right there because they tried to draw us off sides by standing their offensive line up almost in a, in a shift sort of a movement, but uh, that defensive line was able to sit in there and not get the, uh, the easy penalty. Tigers take over at their own 33-yard line, two-by-two two set here. Henry Allen claps the hands. That looks like there might have been a jump, but rules that the defensive lineman did not jump off sides. So Auburn will flip the formation. Now two tight ends to the left, two receivers to the top of the formation. Single safety look here for the Phoenix. Percy Julian uh, bringing some pressure. Tyler Flakes gets the handoff across the 40 to the 41. Gain of about eight on the first play of the game. Second down and two coming up. Auburn tries to go off right tackle and uh, that time Flakes is able to uh, just kind of bounce that thing a little wide and, uh, and, and gets a lot of good uh, green grass out there to start this drive. Bunch set here, one receiver. It's really it's a two-receiver set, but Auburn High's got a couple of versatile receivers in Lothridge and McKinnell and McLean. Handoff to, uh, to Flakes coming around the near side, breaks a couple of tackles, fights for yardage, going to get back to the original line or back to the line of scrimmage, maybe gain a yard. Going to be third down and short coming up with the Tigers on the season in third down have been a, a productive 48%. Well, Auburn tried to stretch them wide from a condensed offensive look and uh, probably just want to go north and south right here to try to pick up this first down. Two receiver, two tight end set. Allen claps the hands, and he's going to give it to Flakes. Flakes gets hit right at the line to gain. We'll see if he'll get it, and it looks like they will give it to him on third down and one. He'll pick it up. So Auburn converts their first third down of the night, and it'll be first down at 10 Tigers as they inch towards the 50-yard line. Well, that was a good tackle by their safety who came down in the hole and, and met Flakes. Flakes on the first two carries was able to, to shake free of some defenders and uh, didn't allow the first guy to, uh, to tackle him. That time the safety is able to uh, get him on the ground after a short game. Allen in the gun, and Flea Flicker looking over the middle, has a receiver, Lothridge makes the catch at the 20, 15, 10, 5, give him six. Henry Allen, a little trickery here in the first quarter. The Tigers lead 6-0. Uh, beautiful play right there, Scott. I mean, just all the way around. And, and a great throw by, by Henry Allen for a guy that hasn't thrown a football in a while. He puts a nice touch on that. He allows uh, Lowridge to, to run underneath it. And um, he had pressure in his face, too. It was a great job by the, uh, by the running back. I wasn't sure if that was Flakes or Mabson that was able to, to, to ward off the, uh, the oncoming rush right there. But... Uh, just a great uh, great play call and uh, outstanding execution there. Well, that's one way to take advantage of safeties yeah. creeping up, just yeah. the old flea flicker. Towns Magoo on to attempt the PAT. The right-footed senior will kick it up, and that kick is good. 9-12 left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers lead 7-0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Senior Gibson Lothridge finds the end zone for the first time in his career. And Gibby from 56 yards out as the Tigers use a little trickeration to go up 7 to nothing. First time with his staff, I've seen Auburn pull out the, uh, the, the flea flicker. I've seen some reverses, some reverse pass. Things like that, but that's a really nice play call and something to put on film to make defenses think about trying to, to crowd the box. Towns Magoo hit that one a 15, 16 yards <laughs> deep for the touchback. Well, you know, Auburn's stacking a lot of guys into a condensed formation to try to get power, to try to, you know, it, it's they're going to run it predominantly, and so they're trying to get their run blockers in position to uh, to do that. That gives them some opportunities to, to throw in a play like that. And, uh Lowridge, you know, you got to give him credit because that ball hung up in the air for a long time, and he kind of had to look over the back of the shoulder that, that, to make that catch. So, um, you know, great great job by the senior pulling in that touchdown. So the defense got to stop after the big play. The offense answers with a touchdown. Tigers lead 7-0 here. 9-12 left to go. Three receivers to the near side. Ball dead in the middle of the field at the 20-yard line. McGrew. Power reads going to give it to the uh, to the running back going around the outside, and that is a heck of a play over there by Jace Williams, number 21, the nickel. He was the only guy that was going to between the running back and a first down, and it's going to be a gain of about one or two. Yeah, they they try to attack the exact same area that uh, that they exploited on the first play last time, and they go against the uh, the, the power of their formation. And uh, that time, outside linebacker is able to just run him down. You're right, Jace Williams made an incredible play, open field tackle. McGrew in the gun for Percy Julian. Next to him is Jevron Rogers. Little hitch route right over the middle of the field. Makes one guy miss. Andrew Hahn comes up, the first Tiger defender to jump on the receiver. On second down and nine, it's gained of about eight, third down and short coming. Auburn kind of gives that in this defense. I, I've noticed that for years now with Coach Goolsby that uh, if, if you want to take it, you know, it's there. Are you patient enough to continue completing passes like that down the field? And uh, most teams aren't. Most teams, you know, will make a mistake, won't be able to maintain blocks, throw the ball into the opponent's arms. But, uh, you know, this has worked well for Auburn defense, um, playing that uh, that soft coverage across the uh, the third, third receiver there. McGrew making sure everybody is set, the junior in the gun. Inside give, and he's going to give it up to his running back, Rodgers. Rodgers is going to run hard through the first arm tackle, gain about three on the play, first down coming for Percy Julian. Yeah, just that second down play gets him in position to uh, to be multiple there on a third and short, and that was a good good read there by the uh, by the quarterback because 21, Jace Williams, was coming off the edge. He, he, would, have, he would have stopped this drive had the quarterback not handed the ball off. Tigers defensively giving up 28% on the season on third down. As the Phoenix pick up their first third down conversion of the night. McGrew has it, drops back. Quarterback keeper off to the left side. Mike Gunn steps up. 
this time doesn't chase the rabbit going across the field, and it's going to be a gain of one or two on the play. Yeah, but but obvious something that they've studied and, and something that they like about the uh, the numbers over there to the boundary, another quarterback run uh, into the boundary, and it's one-on-one out there. Yeah. He decides to slide that time with Mike Gunn, the corner coming up, uh, applying the pressure. But, um, you know, you're getting an athlete in space in a one-on-one scenario, and if you're Percy Julian, that's uh, that's what you want. There's been, a lot, there's been a lot of guys who have stepped up this year. Mike Gunn has been one of them, and he has taken notes, and a lot of people have taken note about him as uh, he's 6'2", a junior, a lot of range out there at the corner spot. McGrew has it, drops back, looking over the middle of the field, airmails it, looking for the receiver, kind of that stack look that you've seen become so popular recently, and just airmailed the receiver, Darby, incomplete third down and eight coming. Yeah, tried to run the deep dig uh, right across about 20 yards downfield, and he just he just airmailed it. Uh, Auburn was uh, was was getting there in the hurry. That was Davis Smith that was uh, closing in on making that play, but uh, just not catchable, and it's going to put Percy Julian in a uh, in a third and long. Tigers look like they're in a three down set, and actually with their speed on there, they have DJ Witcher and Jace Williams, kind of two. It's almost like a seven or seven DB look here for the Tigers, but they're going to bring five or six. Here comes a blitz, and it's a screen, and it's a great call there by the, uh, by Percy Julian. First down yardage as Auburn brought the heat and and, uh, and the Phoenix thought it was coming. A little dump pass there to number seven, uh, Barnes, in a first down yardage. Yeah, you're right. It was a very good play call, uh, exactly what uh, they got what they wanted. If you're Auburn's defensive front, you just have to recognize, hey, I got through there way too easy. And yeah. you got to track down that running back right there. But uh, great play design, good execution for Percy Julian to get the first down. Tigers rotating the fronts. Michael Foster into the game. Ashton White checks in as well. Ten seconds left to go on the play clock. Two-back look here for Percy Julian, and it's going to be an outside zone. Wyatt Trexler meets the running back right in the hole. Rodgers, gain of one on the play, second down and nine. Coming. Yeah, just a, a textbook tackle in the hole from Wyatt Trexler, and he's impressive to watch. I mean, he, he is a guy that uh, has total disregard of his body. He's a physical football player. He diagnoses well. And he finishes well, and uh, that was an example of it right there. He met uh, the running back for Percy Julian in the hole, hit him hard, maybe a half, one-yard gain. Uh, You can't ask for more from a middle linebacker. Second down and nine coming. Again, with the up back to the short side of the field for Percy Julian. Jet mo or kind of a return motion, first time we've seen that one. And it's going to be a pop pass right over the middle, Look, actually more of a slant. Jackson Mills smelled it out and was driving on it. Incomplete third down and nine coming. And did a great job of of diagnosing that because that was a a zone read RPO type action where they try to just slip one behind you. And, uh, you know, it would have been easy to get your eyes in the wrong place right there. But but Mills able to to diagnose it in position and um, able to make that an incomplete pass. Yeah, you thought it might have been the RPO with the the flat receiver who was in motion, and they throw the slant right behind him. Nice job there by the senior Mills to to play his keys. Tigers show blitz, looking to bring double A's and and looking to bring about six on this one with the four-down linemen. Auburn will bring five. Screen again, no. Auburn just gets pressure, and throwing it away is McGrew and – 
Well, see, they did bring in the grounding rule, which is basically what it is in college in the NFL. Get out of the tackle box, get it past the line of scrimmage. It's no longer grounding. Tigers hold. They get pressure on that third down, and it's punting time now for Percy Julian. Yeah, a little better recognition that time because it was the screen. Some of those guys were able to hold up and, uh, and just nowhere to go with the ball, so had to throw it over the Auburn sideline. John Holman, listed as a defensive back, will be the punter. Back deep for the Tigers is Cheetah Webb. Low snap. End over our spiraling kick will hit and roll. And Cheetah's going to take it. And Auburn hey, has no blockers, but he's still going to try to get to the edge. He beats one guy. And does he avoid the clip? Looks like it does. That might be a little bit late. As Cheetah Webb turns what probably was going to be the ball rolling inside the 10 to the 15 to the 5-yard line all the way out to about the 29-yard line. And pretty much did it by himself. Yeah. And you see more of that now, Scott. I mean, it used to be when the ball hit on a punt, the coaches yelled, just get away from it. But the way so many stadiums had this artificial turf and the way it rolls and rolls and rolls, he really did a good job of, of saving probably 20 yards right there. Well, the other thing is the, the hops are true now. Yeah. You, you hit that turf with the rubber ball, you get a lot more high hops where you can take it and roll. Two-by-two two set inside give there for Flakes. Flakes being patient up the middle across the 35 to the 36, gain of about seven on first down. Yeah, Flakes is uh, running with a lot of confidence. Um, you know, patient, running with power, making the first guy miss. Um, I think Tyler Flakes looks good tonight, and uh, this offensive line has given him some nice holes to work with. Yeah, Flakes came into the to the day averaging about 4.2 yards per carry. He's got that and then some here tonight. Henry Allen checks it, now wants to fade right on the outside. Has his receiver open. He actually wanted to hitch to the near side and then went to the other side looking for, you guessed it, Ian Nation, yeah. all the way down to the 29-yard line, gain of 45 on the play. Yeah, pretty pretty dang impressive to come off from the left side and scan all the way back across the field for a guy that uh, is, is relatively new to this and hit Ian Nation down the opponent's sideline in stride. Um, just a beautiful pass right there. He's, he's thrown two beautiful ones here in a row. Gain of 35 on the play. Here comes Jet Motion, and Auburn fumbles it. It's Cheetah Webb who's going to make one guy miss, and then he's just going to end up having to go down, loss of about six or seven on the play. Snap was a little bit hot, and I think the timing of that mesh was a little bit off. I think it was supposed to be a pop pass uh, on the outside zone left. Ends up being uh, – and usually the pop pass, the positive is if you don't get it, it's an incomplete pass. Right. But when you fumble the snap, it, it, you're going to have to jump on it. Loss of seven on the play. Yeah, we, we saw something like that in the eighth grade game against Central the other night. Oh, it ended yeah. up in a that touchdown just... for Central. So they, they, yeah. they did a little better than we did a few nights ago. Yeah, this one was too hot to handle. The other one just <laughs> never got to the quarterback and then somehow ended up in the defensive end's hands. Allen's counter off the uh, jet look as he's going to get across the 35 to about the 34, 33-yard line, third down and long coming. Yeah, and, and he's not a small kid, uh, no. Henry Allen. I mean, that, that's, a, uh, that's a big, thick body that's, uh, that's running the football as, as the quarterback. Um, you know, a dual-threat guy, and uh, we'll see how, you know, what Auburn allows him to do here third and long. Well, you'll like, he also played linebacker coming through the system, so – there's, there's an aggressive mentality there. Play action, Allett drops back, rolls right, wants to throw back screen, has McLean. McLean hesitates, going to have to make a guy miss. That's a really good job there by the defender for Percy Julian, number 25, Rufus Bone, to sniff it out. 
Tigers get make it manageable on fourth on third down and about uh, 14. They pick up eight to make it fourth down at about six. Yeah, great job of just kind of, of you know, avoiding disaster from the first down play that got them behind the sticks. They get in field goal range. You've got an outstanding kicker, and uh, you have an opportunity to put points on the board. The spot will be at the 33, so it is a 43-yard field goal coming for the senior left hash. Close to offsides, and that one is kicked on the way. It is up, and it is good. No, is it? There's a flag. He was offsides. Yeah. The, the question there is that's a dead ball penalty, so the it is not a decline. It, it is fourth down and two coming. So what does Auburn do? Yeah, they're going to put the field goal team back out. Because you can't decline it in, I think, in, you know, upper levels, it's, you know, you can take yeah. that one. But the whistle and the flag came out. Fourth and two, Tigers, I think they're going to go heavy and go yeah. for it. Yep, it looks like it. They, they had walked the field goal team out to the hash, uh, passed the numbers, and then the coaches said, hey, you know, let's, uh, let's see if we can't get let's two go. yards. Uh, another one of these opportunities to, to work on something, yeah. you know. I mean, it's – there's going to come a time where we're going to have to pick up a fourth down. And um, You say that. Auburn has yet to do it. <laughs> Auburn is 0 for 5 on the year on fourth down. Well, that's probably why they're doing it now. 159 left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers lead 7 to nothing. Fourth down and two. Tigers have it. Palmer in motion, and now Auburn will look to the near sideline. Plenty of time on the play clock for them to get exactly what they want. Two by two sets here. Allen has it, inside give. Ovar maps and runs into the middle linebacker. He's going to fight his way forward to the 20. Unfortunately, he needed the 19-yard line. He's going to be short of the line to gain, and Auburn will have a turnover on downs. Yeah, well, it's still over. Yeah. But, uh, it was, hey, it was a great job by Mapson to get what he got. I mean, he got met in the backfield and spun off the first tackler, and then uh, another linebacker was there to greet him and stop him just short. Something Auburn's going to have to improve on because, you know, there's going to come some big moments here that, um, you know, that, that's going to have to be a conversion to keep uh, maybe your season alive. Yeah, you know, Got to find a, a way to be able to convert on some of those. As an offensive coach, what's frustrating about that is you, give, you, you are given the give read from the outside and then you have somebody running right free right up the middle. So now all of a sudden you got two people in the box who are unblocked and, and you're not going to be able to get yards yeah. like that. So Percy Julian will take over once again. And they will take over with their best. Well, no, Todd, once again, it's still at the 20. Even though they got a turnover of downs, it's still at the 20-yard line. McGrew has it, drops back. Now he's going to roll to his right, going to pick up positive yards as Auburn was bringing pressure off the backside. Good job there by the running back to pick up the blitzer. It's going to be a gain of five on the play. Yeah, again, they start a drive with a quarterback run into the boundary, but uh, that time it was more about Auburn just not keeping contained from a defensive edge position. Corner's able to get up and then push him out of bounds with uh, after a five- or six-yard gain. Rodgers has been impressed. He's run the ball hard. He's yeah. also picked up a couple of key blocks here in the in the first quarter. McGrew has it. Little counteraction up the middle. There goes Rodgers. 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Davis Smith is going to tackle him. Once again, another massive play on the ground here for Percy Julian. Yeah, just finding the holes. I mean, able to uh, to find where uh, the weakness is of this Auburn defense and exploit it. And uh, that time, 
they pull the guard or tackle over and uh, kick out the end and just right behind him. That, there goes uh, the, the running back, uh, Rogers. And it uh, wasn't for, uh, who was that that called him? Davis Smith. Davis Smith, yeah, chases him down. Gain of 52 on the play. Auburn brings double-A gap blitz. Rogers patient up the middle, 10, 5, and he is knocked down, no, into the end zone for the touchdown from 24 yards out. Yeah, almost untouched. I mean, it was uh, just a huge hole right over uh, the, the tackle, and uh, he just smelled the end zone right there. I don't think the Auburn got a hand on him until about the three, and then he drives forward for the touchdown. So a uh, couple of big plays on the ground for uh, for this uh Percy Julian team. Three-play, 80-yard drive for Percy yeah. Julian. You don't see that all yeah. on the ground. You do not see that a lot nope. against this Auburn High School defense. Sure don't. One fourteen left to go here in the first quarter. And is the good old toe kick is up, and that one is good right through the uprights. We'll be back in 30 seconds. New ball game, 7-7 is our score. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94-3. Now that's classic. One fourteen left to go here in the opening quarter. 7-7 Tigers and Percy Julian here. As Percy Julian goes 80 yards all on the ground. And that gave me flashbacks to back to 2018 when uh, at then Robert E. Lee came in here and was able to have success on the ground and win that one uh, at the buzzer. Um, and actually, that was a two-game winning streak for Lee against Auburn High School at that point in time. Uh, we're not that far removed from, from this program playing in the Final Four and taking Central to the final gun in, oh, yeah. a, in, a, in a year that Central won state. Yeah, should have so, beat them. I mean, that was, a, that was a game where Central scored on a fourth and long yeah. play on a, on a throwback to the tight end. I remember that. That was a talented team, a physical team. And you're seeing the physicalness of, uh, of Percy Julian tonight. I mean, it's, there's not many teams that uh, are going to go 80 yards in three plays like they just did on the ground. Tigers will have a chance to return it. Line drive, kick, taking, now fumbled, and Auburn will finally scoop it up at about the 15-yard line, need to get to the edge, and that's Webb. Cheetah Webb at the 25-30, cuts back up the middle. Got to see him. 45-50, there goes Cheetah, going to be tackled at about the 45-44. They'll mark him at the 43-42-yard line. Almost ended up in disaster, ends up with great field position for the Tigers. That was. That bobbled ball back there, but he just used his speed to outrun the entire kick return team or the kickoff team to the sideline and uh, the safety was there to, uh, to to get him down they spun him down kind of awkwardly on the sideline and he never got up um, so some kind of injury to, to cheat off that fantastic return and yeah, Auburn's they are looking at his ankle lower leg injury while while they have a look at him we'll take a timeout we'll be back 102 left to go in the opening quarter 7-7 our score here Actually, wait. I might be able to solve a lot of injuries if I just threaten a break here. <laughs> as Cheetah Webb is is able to stand up 
and limps to the to the bench. Unfortunately, no pressure there on that left leg of his. So if we're able to get something, we'll let you know what's going on. But Cheetah with a great return. Tigers had the ball at the 42 going in. Yeah, he sets up this offense, an outstanding posi field position. And they need to capitalize on that. I mean, that's we saw uh, Percy Julian just swing the momentum from a fourth down stop to a three-play drive. And now Auburn's got to recapture that and, yeah. and use this uh, big special teams play to put this ball in the end zone. Two tight end or two receivers stacked to the right, two tight ends stacked to the left. Omar Mapson in the gun next to Henry Allen. Henry has it inside give. And Mapson runs hard, gets to the 40, gain of about two on the play. What I don't know if that's a called handoff or a called read. It's just something you can see Henry. Henry's actually turning his head back to the back to make sure that handoff gets there. But a lot of the inside run game and a lot of the run game from the gun in this offense is a read. Yeah. So, and you're starting to see some leakers. So, we'll see if uh, that's the next step in this run game. First is get the ball to the back, and next is get that run or the read game in there. And that's just the progression that has to happen. Henry Allen has it, and it's a quarterback sweep to the right. Bobbles it, and he'll have to put his foot in the ground and get vertical. He'll gain a couple on the play, third down and six coming. Yeah, bobbled that snap, and that was a quarterback run all the way, just a, a keeper around the right side. But you're right. I mean, there is going to have to be weekly growth and uh, just development with comfort and, and what it is that he's supposed to do from a, a mental standpoint as the quarterback in this offense. Aiden Platt rolls out of the game, and Pritchett will check into the game. And that will do it here in the first quarter. It looked like it was going to be all things Auburn after the first two possessions, but then a stop on fourth and two and an 80-yard drive by the Phoenix have changed the way this game is feeling, and it is a 7-7 game after one quarter of play. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Henry Allen reads that one and keeps it. It's going to get close to first down yardage. They will give it to him on third down and six, and they will call it a first down as he got right to what he needed at the 32-yard line, first down and 10 coming. Yeah, good read by Henry, and then a nice physical finish to that play. He uh, puts his head down, puts his shoulder down. Runs into the outside uh, linebacker and uh, pushes the pile forward to pick up that first down. 7-7 seven, seven here. There was one final yesterday. I know Central ran all over Jack, 55-0 in region play. Henry Allen has it, and he's going to keep it once again. Break a tackle. He's at the 15-10-5. Give him six. He's in from 32 yards out. Auburn ran the little midline, ran the uh, – and red – 
the, uh, the B-gap defender, and Henry Allen ran through one guy, ran away from another guy, and gets into the end zone from 32 yards out. Yeah, just a, a great combination there of, of speed, power um, from, from Henry. He's able to, uh, to run away from a defender, and then he's able to sort of power his way into the end zone as to converge on him right there at about the three-yard line. Um, outstanding job right there. Last two plays from Henry Allen. Towns Magoo on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 11.24 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 14-7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. Tigers kind of set up there by Cheetah Webb, who saved what looked like it was going to be a problem on the kick return. Ends up returning it all the way out to the 42-yard line going in. And Auburn goes 42 yards for the touchdown. Highlighted by Henry Allen going 32 yards for the six. Towns Magoo. We'll hit this one out towards the Auburn Open like a mall. A touchback. And for the fourth time, the Phoenix will take over at the 20-yard line. You know, I didn't think about that. Auburn took over at the 42 going in. You had a 32-yard touchdown run. Yeah, Auburn picked up just right at 10 yards needed for that first down on the third down and uh, and six. And now yeah. the defense has an opportunity to come out and answer after the frustrating drive uh a drive ago. Yeah, you know, this team has, has started pretty much every drive with a quarterback run, something into the boundary, trying to outman you. Uh, they're going to have no backs in the backfield. See what they do this time. There's a tight end attached for an overload look, little pop pass. There's a flag on the play as Deuce White flies up and makes the tackle as we'll see what that penalty is. But first, let's send it to Jack for a recap of that drive. Jack. Yeah, Scott. Scott, we got four plays, 42 yards go to the Auburn Tigers. After the big return by Cheetah Webb there, hope he's okay. But Auburn gets a couple of runs down the field from Omar Maps. Well, one run from him. And then three straight runs by Henry Allen for a total there of 40 yards and a touchdown. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Jack. That flag came out in a hurry. Yeah. And I'm not really sure. I mean, it's, it came out in such a weird spot, but it doesn't matter. It's going to be waved off second down and ten coming. Yeah, the, the umpire threw it, uh, I mean, as soon as the ball was snapped, right at an offensive lineman on the edge, but uh, I, I don't know. Second quarter action of tonight's game is presented by Troy Bank and Trust. A little speed option to the wide side of the field. Rodgers has it, and good gain, and, and, all, and Auburn – it's kind of obvious what this game is going to come down to. It's the, the three-by-one set here, but first – Tonight's second quarter action is brought to you by Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Yeah, they've attacked the weak side of that formation multiple times. They've done it a lot of different ways, sometimes just with a, a lead back with the quarterback running. That time it was a speed option look. 
They just handed the ball to the running back to attack that area, but uh, it's obvious where they where they see a weakness in the Auburn defense. Three by one set once again. McGrew drops back and wants an out route. Strong throw, nice catch over there on the far side. No, they're going to say out of bounds, not able to get the toe tap in on the sideline. Incomplete pass, second down and ten coming. Yeah, first time that uh, I can recall them passing the ball on first down um, other than just that little pop pass that they had. So we'll see if they get back to uh, to what they've done well and uh, and try to outflank Auburn. Great game plan, I think, by Percy Julian yeah. coming into it. They found something formation-wise that they like, and, and they've stuck with it. Two-by-two two set. It's the stack look here for the Phoenix. 10.38 left to go here. Tigers lead by seven. McGrew in the gun. Trying to make sure everybody's squared away as there's a delay of the game as just took too long. Second down and 15 coming. Yeah, I think that uh, that last play, you know, he threw a pass from the hash mark all the way across the field, all the way across his sideline. I think that the play was just so far away yeah. that they just they just lollygag getting back to the huddle and uh, time ran out on them. I think the other thing is I think they thought it was complete. Uh, yeah, I think they did too. Second down and 15. Two-by-two two set once again for Percy Julian. Here comes a little bit motion to a bunch trip set. McGrew has it, drops back, and now he's going to look to run. Throws on the outside. Auburn does a good job. Actually, zone coverage, something you're not seeing a lot from the Tigers. Mike Gunn drives on the pass and was there right, right as the ball got to the receiver, but it was high and incomplete, third down and 15 coming. That zone coverage makes the quarterback hold on to the ball a little bit longer. It gives your pass rush a chance to, to get in there. Auburn had a couple of guys break free. I think the quarterback had to throw the ball with his feet moving, and he sailed it just a little bit. Mike Gunn comes in and uh, puts a, a big hit uh, and upends the wide receiver as he tries to go up tall to make that catch. Third down and 15. Two for four are the Phoenix on the night here. Two by two set. It's an interesting set there to the wide, uh, the wide side, and that's because the tight end's coming in motion. Screen to the near side, and that's a heck of a play there made by the Auburn linebacker, Wyatt Trexler. Also in there is number six, Andrew Hahn. Looked like they were going to have another screen set up for something to, to have or some, some something positive. But Auburn's able to come up actually with a tackle for a loss on the play. Punt time coming for Percy Julian. Well, Trexler throws his body in there and disrupts it totally. But also the defensive lineman, uh, Deuce White, is able to, to read that that time. They've, that's the third time they've tried to, to run a screen. And that time he recognizes it. He gets in on the play as well. So great recognition. Holman in the gun. Line drive kick. It's going to hit Percy Julian, and Jackson Mills can let it roll. Actually, I think what he was trying to do is since contact was made, he can return that, and if Auburn loses possession, they keep it where the touch happened, and Auburn should have pretty good field possession. Yeah, I think where they threw the beanbag was actually a little in favor of, of Auburn. I think that it may have been a little bit further back, but uh, we'll there, take it. Yeah, Auburn will take over at their own 48-yard line. Yeah, just a, a low punt that was going to hit and roll for a long, long time and just right off the uh, the shoulder pad of the uh, of the punting. 148 yards on the night for Percy Julian. 
this Auburn rush defense has given up. Um, actually, Jack, it's even less than that after the uh, the the Jag game. It's down around 66 yards per game. Tyler Flakes hits it hard off left tackle. Should have first down yardage. As, yeah, Auburn came in giving up uh, – I have it given up 60 – or, yeah, you're right, it's 112. It's 66 pass yards, 112 yards on the ground. Either way, you don't see about 150 yards given up in a half by no. this Auburn defense a lot. No. Gain of nine and a half on that play by Flakes, second down and inches coming up. The, 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 I guess the caveat, though, is that some of those are just busts. Yeah. You know, they're just big plays on busts that they were able to hit. Henry Allen drops back, stays in the pocket looking for Lothridge, and he tries to come back to it. It's actually a pretty good job there by the safety not to run into the receiver as it was just a two-man route. It was it was looked like it was man coverage there by the Phoenix. Incomplete pass, third down and one coming. But a very smart call by the Auburn offense. Uh, that's a, You got third and inches or second and inches, and they took a deep shot. Yeah, it's not there. No harm, no foul. You line up, you get your first down here. Yeah, and this is a big one. Short yardage has been kind of a, an issue for Auburn here in the early going. Flakes in the gun next to Allen. Allen claps the hands, inside give right up the middle. Flakes has his first down across the 40. It'll be a gain of about three on the play, first down yardage. But, but that's one of the things that you got to work on and just improve on. I mean, this is going to be a team that there's going to be times where everybody in the stadium knows that they're going to run the football. you still got to be able to execute it, and that's an example right there of being able to pick up three, four yards uh, when, you, when you just need half of one. Yeah, I think uh, running teams has kind of changed for how many yards do you run for – four per game to can you run it when everybody knows you're going to run yeah. it. Single receivers to either side of the formation here. Allen in the gun with two tight ends. Flakes next to him. Allen reads the defense, drops back, wants the fade to Nation. What a pass. Yeah. What a catch. Holy cow. Ian Nation, and, and give the credit there to the defensive back. He was stride for stride for Ian Nation. Henry Allen puts it in the bucket to the 12-yard line. Gain of 28 on the play, first down and 10. That's a beautiful pass, and, and it's he's got an interesting release because it's all arm. I mean, there's very little lower body action, very little even stepping into the throw. I mean, it's all just upper body strength, and uh, he put that ball where only Ian Nation could get to it, and that uh, was a beautiful throw and catch. That play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Sm Byron's Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone, Byron Smokehouse at Auburn Tradition for over 30 years. Ian Nation, the only receiver out to the right. Clapping the hands is Henry Allen, and it's just zone right, student body right, really. He runs through six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten people, powers his way into the end zone from 12 yards out. Henry Allen for the touchdown. That was just him and everybody going yeah. to the right, and he find he found a seam and then found a bunch of white jerseys to run through yep. for the last six yards. Well, he just had a beautiful throw, but uh, on that one, that was a, a bunch of, of defensive backs and secondary, uh, you know, back seven players that uh, were making a decision that I don't want to step in front of a guy <laughs> that looks like a linebacker right there, and uh, that's a physical quarterback that just made a physical run for a touchdown. 8.02 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers extend the lead to 20-7 to as that extra point is up, and it is good. Tigers now lead 21-7 to here in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Last two times, the Tigers have got it. They got it around midfield, and twice they have converted it into touchdowns. Four possessions for Auburn, three touchdowns, one, and then the other one, they got stopped on a fourth down and two after they hit a field goal, but Percy Julian was offsides. Well, I've been really impressed by the play of Henry Allen and uh, the, the touch that he's able to put on some of these passes have just been incredible. Towns of Magoo mishits it and only hits it seven yards deep. And for our drive update, let's send it to Jack. Jack. Auburn goes five plays, 51 yards on that last drive. Tyler Flakes picks up 12 of them on the ground. Of course, Ian Nation and Henry Allen hook up on that 27-yard completion. And then Henry Allen bullying his way to the end zone tonight. Listen to these stats, by the way, Rob. You bring up Henry Allen, four of five, 125 yards and a, teach, and a touchdown tonight. Five rushes for 56 yards and two touchdowns tonight for Henry Allen. He's played well, and that's something Auburn's going to need. You know, to win in this region, you got to have good quarterback yeah. play. And, you know, when Jackson went down, that became a big question, and, and Henry Allen stepped up in a big way. Inside zone read to an RPO, and uh, DJ Witcher all over the flat defender or the flat receiver on that one. Still gains about three, maybe four on the play, second down coming. Yeah, but that's a great play by the Auburn defense because they had everybody covered. I mean, that quarterback could have run it. He could have handed the ball off. He hits a guy um, on a quick out, and as soon as he catches the ball, Auburn, D.J. Witcher there to make the tackle for a limited gain. That's, that's a, just a, a good, sound defensive play. And every time I see – this team, this program, running RPO. I remember a couple of years ago, it felt like a quadruple uh, option. And, again, GT right up the middle, big yardage. At the 50, 45-40, as Rodgers has himself a first down and then some. Thirty-four yards there on that one. Again, just pulling Lyman out of a three-by-one set and seeming this Auburn box uh, defenders. Yeah, no, nah, he he's got to be approaching 150 yards rushing uh, just by himself, and uh, you know doing it untouched for the most part. Uh, Auburn rallies to to get him on the ground. They limit the damage somewhat there. Um, last time he was able to take it far deeper into Auburn territory, but. Um, you know, Auburn's got to figure out what exactly is going on right there that, that's allowing him to, to break through untouched. Rodgers, eight carries, 127 yards. It's not bad. McGrew has it, and he's going to keep it. And he's got himself a block, bounces it outside, stiff arms the Auburn safety down. And he's going to have good a good gain on first down, maybe even first down yardage, gain of nine on the play, second down of one. And some, you mentioned that Auburn needs to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. It's a copycat sport. Yeah, Auburn's right. going to see this oh, yeah. going forward. Well, I think that they, they see these linebackers shift over to the three-receiver side, and it's just, a, it's just a numbers game at that point. That time, uh, Auburn is able to maintain containment. The outside linebacker is able to rush over and, uh, and force the, the, the quarterback to cut the ball back into the defense, but there's just, there's just such a gap to the next defender that um, you know they're picking up big yards on that play. 
22 seconds left to go on the play clock as Persia Julian just now gets everybody set. It's Again, it's the three-by-one set. Auburn has six guys in the box. McGrew has it and wants the stick route. Ooh. And reading that one and making a play, almost coming up with a pick was D.J. Witcher. Incomplete on its second down and ten coming. Yeah, great read by Witcher because we had talked about Auburn kind of giving that away, that, uh, you know, some teams just kind of take it and will you be patient enough to keep going after that all the way down the field. And that time D.J. Witcher gave nothing. Yep. I think he heard us and uh, said, no, we don't, we don't give that away. I'm going to defend it. And uh, he, both guys had their hands on the ball, and he's able to bat it free. 6.38 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 21-7, but Percy Julian is driving. McGrew in the gun. Claps the hands into GT once again, and this time coming from the backside and making the play is one of the defensive linemen, and that is actually the sophomore Cam Creighton comes from the backside to make the play. The sophomore getting some opportunity to get playing time here uh, against Percy Julian and a big TFL for the youngster. Which which is needed because they, like you said, pull both tackle and guard on the play. And those guys are physical coming across. I, I watched those two pullers, and both of them got a hat on a body, and uh, they did it with a lot of physicality. But the backside defender is unaccounted for right there, and he's got the speed to make the play. Three-by-one set here, third down and 13 coming for the Phoenix. Inside give once again, and Auburn's going to tackle him short of the yard to gain. That was Rodgers once again to the 31-yard line. It's a gain of about six on the play, but that feels like a go-for-it call. Yeah, yeah, I think that was. That was, you know, try to make it manageable here. It's going to be fourth and, what, eight? Yeah. And they've had their biggest plays on the ground, you know. It's through the air, not a lot. It'd be an interesting play call right here because it's it's been a numbers game to the boundary that's uh, been to their benefit. I think stick and go, something like that. Um, might be something you see here. McGrew has it, drops back, and wants the post. Pete Davis, stride for stride, incomplete. Just went with a good old one-on-one matchup, and Pete Davis was right in his hip pocket, incomplete. Tigers defense holds after the big run, and they get themselves and they get another turnover on downs, and will take over. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, you, you credit teams for hey, you watch film, you identify kind of maybe a weakness, you attack it, you exploit it, and they've had an outstanding success there. But like, if you're going to go one on one against anybody against Auburn, it's probably not Pete Davis. Yeah. I mean, he's played more safety or corner than anybody else on the field, and that's who they choose to attack. And you know, you just kind of leave your head – you just leave yourself scratching your head over that. Yeah, it's the Auburn corners are, are stick out on film as guys that you don't necessarily want to attack. Henry Allen in the gun, hands off off the middle to Omar. Omar breaks one tackle but then has his legs taken away from him. Gain of two on the play, second down and eight. Yeah, hasn't been a, a ton of running room for the uh, for the running backs. Uh, early on, Tyler Flake's got a little little bit of, uh, of, of a hole – um, Omar uh, Mapson's had a harder time finding some running room. Um, you would think that over time that uh, that Henry Allen keeping that ball is going to open things up for them. Allen in the gun, give to Mapson once again, and that time hides himself yeah. a little bit of a seam across the 40, close to first down yardage on second down and eight. There's a flag on the play. I think it's going to be a late hit yeah. on Percy Julian. He was going to be called short. It was going to be a third down and one but it looks like 15 coming after the play. Well, it was a good job by Omar Mabson right there because the call is that after the tackle, he holds on to Omar's ankle and just kind of keeps lifting him up and doesn't let him get up off of the uh, the ground. 
Um, just a, you know, just a, a boneheaded play for the defense. But Omar does a really good job of not uh, losing his cool. He sort of gets up and pleads his case to the to the official, and the official's right there. He sees it, and he drops the flag. So kudos to him. So Auburn High School moves across the 50, inside the 45 to the 44-yard line. Auburn High School will go kind of now with their three-receiver set. Actually, it's a two. It's They go away from their three-tight end set to their two-tight end set. And Griffin McLean is in the slot. Palmer in motion and inside handoff. Auburn's got to see him on the outside to Omar. Omar down the sideline, 35, stays in bounds. Does he stay into the end zone? Yes, he does. What a run wow. from Omar Mapson from 44 yards out. Yeah, had some ballerina shoes going down the sideline right there. Stays in bounds and scores from 44 yards out to give Auburn a 27-7 lead. Yeah, he showed a little bit of everything there, Scott. I mean, that's uh, that speed to get to the edge. That was power to uh, to have to power through that last defender and then the agility and the balance to tiptoe down that sideline for the last, what, 15 yards maybe, yeah. maybe longer than that, and uh, get that ball in the end zone. Uh, outstanding job by Omar Mapson both with uh, – not retaliating and then uh, being rewarded with the touchdown. Auburn sees that uh, Percy Julian was in man. They went motion with the with the outside receiver to, to clear out that side and then inside zone, bounce it outside to the house. And that extra point is up and good. 4.14 left to go here. Tigers lead by 21 now in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Earth Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the Bold Bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Your hometown station for Auburn sports, Wings 94-3. Five fours are four fourteen left to go here in the second quarter. I guess we have reached under that heat time or that heat period. We have not seen a heat timeout as uh, it's been cooler this week. It you know it hasn't been um, just the ridiculous heat that we've seen the past couple of months, or the heat that they'll have in College Station. Yeah, I heard morning. it's going to be warm. I'm glad I'm not sitting on that sideline. Well, Although one of us, I, I would rather be on the sideline than in the stands. In the stands, yeah. Well, one of us gets to wake up at 7 a.m. to be on air. I guess another one of us has to wake up at 7 a.m. to go to, to a, a volleyball game in, in Birmingham. That's right. Towns Magoo up to uh, to kick this one uh, outside of the white. That was, that's 12, 13 yards deep. And for the sixth time, Percy Julian will start a drive. And for the sixth time, it is at their own 20-yard line. I saw something recently where uh, Towns Magoo was at a camp and, and won some big, yeah. big award or was an Under Armour All-American. Yeah, he's an Under Armour All-American, going to play in the game. And that's, according that's to, to some of the kicks or kicking sites, he's a five-star. Yeah, that's that's impressive. And, and you can see it out here. I, I, I've never seen a kicker like that. No, uh, we've seen really good kickers from Avery Atkins who went to LSU to be a kickoff specialist there. Uh, Sage Ledbetter, a lot of guys here. But Towns Magoo – Drives the ball consistently five, six, seven, eight yards deep plus. And we'll get this, the drive recap after this first play here. This is a must score here for Percy Julian. They've had some success, but now find themselves down 21 to seven. A little bit fake or uh, fake run to a pass and a nice pass. There's a flag on the play. 
Uh, I think this one might be illegal downfield. And as we get the penalty, let's send it to Jack, who has that drive recap. Omar Madison capping that one off with a 44-yard touchdown run there. Three plays. Tigers go 54 yards thanks to the personal foul. Actually, more than that. I believe that would be 69 yards they go thanks to the personal foul from Percy Julian earlier. So, there you go. Three plays, 69 yards. By the way, Cole's kicking camp. Towns Magoo, number three kicker in the country. Yeah, wow. I, I don't know where Towns is going to go to college, but uh, somebody is going to get themselves a very, very good kicker. Yeah, they are. Um, and, and Towns Magoo. The other thing is, I don't think he's been kicking that long. No. You know, because I, I, I talked to his dad, and you have to tell that story another time about the, the touchdown, the kickoff for a Enterprise. touchdown against Enterprise. <laughs> he had no idea. Didn't know he could tackle a kid. GT, and it's a little pop pass. It's an RPO. GT pool, throw it 35 yards downfield, incomplete second down and 15. It coming. was really a good throw. I it mean, was. It, it was, uh, you know, he put a lot of air under that. Uh, there was no way the defender was going to be able to get to it. He was just uh, a, a f just a slight, I mean, little off with uh, the timing with his outside receiver there. But uh, that's an incredible athletic throw that he just made. Yeah, and uh, this, um, this is starting to look like the offense – you know, when this program was in 7A, they gave Auburn fits, they gave Central fits, they went down to 6A, made the playoffs. When they came back to 7A last year, they were just not the same. They were young. This is starting to resemble those teams from then. Yeah. Drop back, and it's a quarterback outside zone. And Auburn does a good job this time of getting numbers to it and flowing. Wyatt Trexler uh, getting out there along with Mike Gunn and then Jace Williams also does a good job of taking on the blocker. And it's a minimal game. Actually, lost yards on the play. Third down and long coming. Well, you're talking about kind of their history and, and, and what they've been through as a program. But, you know, they don't have many players over there. No. But they are physical. I mean, you, you watch them and uh, you watch these guys pulling. You watch their linebackers flow to the ball. Uh, they've got some, some – the quarterback's an outstanding athlete. And the running back has just gashed Auburn in this first half. So, they've definitely got some players. Two-by-two two set here for McGrew. Tigers show blitz. And now they'll make an adjustment. McGrew has it, drops back, wants a slant. Ooh, hello. High hit from Jackson Mills as the receiver's a little bit shaken up. As we have this pause, we'll take it with him. We'll be back in 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family, WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Welcome back to Duck Sanford Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. Scott Bagel and Rob Pate here with you in the booth alongside executive producer Jack Hudden. Sam Boyd is manning the controls back in the studio. Three, 350. Feels like this second quarter has slowed down a lot. Yep. Uh, 3.50 left to go in the quarter. Auburn leads 28-7, and they're about to get it back. Auburn maybe got lucky there on the, on, the, on the no penalty on a high hit there by the safety on the receiver over the middle of the field. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I like the mentality of Jackson Mills coming across and, and making a play on the ball, made a hard hit to separate the, uh, the, the player from the ball. But uh, it was high, and in this age, I mean, you know, a few years ago that we would have thought yeah. nothing of that. But in this age, those plays get called a lot. High punt, Jackson Mills. There's going to be a kick-catch interference, and there's the flag. And it was close. It was right right as the ball got there. If it's half a second later, yeah. it will be no penalty and, the, and probably the fumble. Right. But, uh, but he got there beforehand, and Auburn's going to have great field position here. 
Yeah, we saw, uh, you know, that's kind of how Enterprise started the game, was running through the uh, the punt returner um, to try to set the tone early on, and they did, and it worked to their benefit. <laughs> you wonder if maybe uh, because Jackson Mills was the guy that, uh, that hit their receiver high, if yeah. uh, they, they were saying, hey, we're, we're going to – we're going to get you back here now that we have the opportunity. Well, I don't. I mean, it was close. It was. Uh, yeah. I, I. I think it was just one of those where that guy's going full head of steam yeah, and he's hoping the whole time the ball's going to get there and it yeah. just doesn't until it's too late. Auburn takes over at the 28-yard line going in as they look to almost put this one out of reach. Auburn not sure of what the play is. as they have three or four coaches sending in signals. Play action, pump, looking for Lothridge down the side, pick, no, dropped. As having it, had it right there was Joshua Whiting, and I think that's a, the only one that you'll the, – the first one we've seen from Henry where um, he threw it into danger. Yeah. Um, and even then it's one-on-one. I understand giving your, your guy a chance, but that one was left inside. Yep. And uh, the only one who had a chance was was Whiting, the safety for for uh, Percy Julian. That's right. Just didn't put it in a place where his guy even had an opportunity. Allen has it low snap. Somehow gets the ball two flakes. And he's going to fight, scratch, and claw for everything he's got and still lose a yard, third down 11 coming. Uh, it was an athletic play by Allen just to receive the snap. How he got it to flakes, I have no idea. That looked like that defied physics. It looked like he put it through his back to get it into his belly. But um, flakes, <laughs> you're right, had to fight just to, just to lose a couple of yards right there. That was uh, uh, just nothing going right at any point in that play. First time we see a true four-receiver look here for the Tigers, and Auburn wants to screen to Griff. Griff tries to make a guy miss, makes one guy miss, makes a second guy miss, tripped up to the 25-yard line on a little screen, gain of about five on third and 12, fourth and seven, and I believe we'll get a field goal here. Yep. Yep, opportunity to put points on the board with uh, the clock still running. Heck, with as much time as left, and you got three timeouts. You could. You could get, get the again. ball back. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Magoo's hit from 43. Now will have a chance to hit from 42. Kick is on his way. It's long enough. And that one is, is true right up the middle, right down the middle. 31-7, Tigers lead. And, and, folks, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Auburn gets the ball to the 50. I think I let him attempt a 67-yard field goal. <laughs> I do, too. I mean, he's he's kicking off 70 yards. The thing, is, the, the thing is, with the 67-yarder, it comes down to do you think he can hit a 57-yarder? The answer is yes. The reason I say that is he gets it to the end zone. It's an automatic touchback. Right. Why not? Yeah, I, I agree. It, you know, as long as he doesn't change his, uh, his, yeah, his approach trajectory and, and puts the thing down so low that it, that, that it risks being blocked. But, um, yeah, his leg is incredible. And his accuracy. I mean, we, we've seen some guys with some massive legs, but uh, to be able to put the accuracy with it is just, uh, it's just phenomenal. 31-7, and I mentioned the, the, the field goal from 43 ended up getting wiped off because Auburn then went for it and was short on the line to gain. As Towns Magoo will kick off. 
And he'll send that one way deep <laughs> to, the, to the back of the end zone line. And seven possessions, and Percy Julian will take over once again at the 20-yard line. And Magoo is a big kid too. Yeah, I mean he's uh, he he looks like a linebacker out there as a as your kickoff guy. I, I would still take Avery Atkins as a uh, as an athlete. Yes. Well, and, and as the and safety on your kickoff. He was team. an all state safety. Yes. <laughs> he would kick off and then be the first. And then guy he'd be the first. The field, yeah, there was no safety. The yes. Three by one set here once again for Percy Julian. GT Reed into the pop pass and McGrew a little bit behind his tight end there, Marbury, as um, he wanted McGrew wanted him to settle down a little bit and he kept going. Lineman a little bit slow getting up. Unfortunately now because the clock was stopped for it, he's going to have to come out of the game. Yeah, Incomplete they, pass, which also means the clock stops. Yep, a couple of guys. Slow to get up, an offensive lineman, the, the running back that time, a miscommunication between the quarterback and the receiver. But I tell you what they've done, Scott, is they've found some voids in this yep. Auburn defense that, uh, that that they've exploited sometimes very well through the air, not as much. But um, they've done a really good job of, of having opportunities of getting guys in space to make plays. Why is the clock running? The clock should be stopped. And, and Percy Julian calls a timeout. They should get this timeout back. That was an incomplete pass, and they round the clock there. And, and a timeout is called. That should be talked about by this staff. 2.07 left to go here. We'll take the timeout with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 31-7, Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 2.07 left to go here. Tigers lead. Three by one set once again as that, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I am very, very confused. I think everybody else on the field is confused. Another GT Reed McGrew picked. Oh, yes. Pete Davis read it and jumped it. And unfortunately, I think the way that they run their RPOs, it's a legit give, pull, and then three throw options on it. That time, McGrew picked wrong twice, and Pete Davis came in with the pick, and the Tigers have great field position once again. Yeah, I don't know what their quarterback was looking at that time, McGrew. I mean, Pete Davis was standing between he and the uh, the receiver, and, and uh, you know, he just threw it straight to him, hit, hit Pete right in the chest. He makes a good play because the, the – the um, wide receiver becomes the defender on that play. But Pete hangs on to it, and Auburn, man, sitting at the 29-yard line going in, or the, what, 24-yard line. 24-yard line going in. We'll see if Auburn wants to take a shot here. 202 left to, to go here in the half. Tigers looking to almost put this one out of reach. Pot pass to Co – uh, hello, goodness gracious. Auburn doesn't get the defensive end. Cody Palmer says hello to him. A loss of about seven on the play. Actually, no, check that. I had my five yards off. Loss of two on the play. 
Second down and 12 coming. Yeah, that was Auburn trying to go to their base of, uh, of attacking the boundary and, and outflanking. And that time Auburn just doesn't hang on on the edge there. And uh, uh, Cody takes a wallop there. I see him checking his elbow now. He'll, he'll, he'll feel that one and have some kind of memory of that in the morning. Auburn goes motion the other way. Tyler Flakes up the middle, spins around one. That's a pretty darn good tackle there by number five, Elijah Gross, the linebacker, gained to the 20-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of about six on the play, third down and six coming. But I do like the way Flakes kind of uh, rides the uh, the backs of that offensive line. He, he's finding a way to get north and south. And, man, just the, the way that he spins and claws to, to get everything that he can, he, he's fighting for this team. As that play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone, Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Auburn tries to get that outside zone student body left play going that they had to the right for a touchdown. That one short, loss of about two on the play, and Auburn High School will probably have to kick here. No, Auburn's high will go. I think they're going to let the clock wind all the way down and maybe call timeout. We'll see. I don't know. Auburn wearing a bunch of people on there, and I saw a bunch of people in blue who would be the coaches start to holler and scream and get people back. But you're right. This With 23 seconds left to go and the, the play clock down to 15, Auburn can run this thing down to about five, call your timeouts, and then run the field goal unit back out there. Three, two, and one. There's your timeout. With five seconds left to go, so that's what, how this half will end. It'll be the field goal coming for Towns Magoo. This ball will be at the 22-yard line, 32 plus 7, about a 39-yard field goal coming here for Towns. And what's been a good half for Auburn now, it looks like Percy Julian's made the adjustment to that double wing set that Auburn has gone to a lot the last two, three, two weeks since uh, Henry Allen has become a quarterback. Um so, you know, does Auburn, do you continue to, to bang your head on it with the big lead and, and try not to, to show anything more? Because you're limited. You, you still, uh, you know, have 20% or so of your pass game in it. You would have if yeah. Kilgore was in there or Jackson Kilgore as opposed to Henry. Yeah. Um, or, no, you know, I, do you call it, you know, whatever happens in the second half, sit Henry and play the, the two 10th graders? you got some options to try to figure out what you want to do if you're Auburn High. Yeah, I think they'll talk about it at the half and find out, hey, it, do we want to try to get Henry? Do we feel good about where he is with what we've seen tonight in, in our passing game, or is there something we want to work on in the second half with that? And then you have the opportunity of, of um, shoring up the guys behind him, you know, yeah. say getting some of these younger guys opportunities to put the ball in the air and lead the offense too. I think more of that that – thinking 39-yard field goal coming here for Towns. Field goal is up, and that field goal is good. That ball was smashed. 34-7 is your score here at halftime. When we come back, we'll have the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. Jack Hutton will have stats and scores from across the state as the Tigers were able to bounce back after the big drive by Percy Julian and score the last 27 points of the half and leave this one 34-7. to We'll be back after this timeout. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Back here at the Duck at halftime, 34-7. Your Auburn Tiger lead. The Auburn High Tigers with a couple of touchdown drives early. Percy Julian strikes back, but then Auburn puts the hammer down there towards the end of the half. That's where we stand, 34-7, Auburn on top of the Percy Julian Phoenix. And with that, welcome to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you or on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Let's take a quick look at your drive three caps and your halftime statistics for first for Percy Julian. Percy Julian right out of the gate, turns the ball over on downs against Auburn, comes out the second drive, runs about 11 plays, but then has to punt the ball back to the Tigers. And then on that third drive, Auburn gives that over fairly easily. Bryson McGrew, a five-yard run, and then a 52-yard run by Javarian Rogers, setting up another 24-yard run for him to punch it in for a touchdown. They'd come back, would have to punt on their next one, two, three possessions, and then a Pete Davis interception to cap off the half. Very quick rundown of their statistics. Bryson McGrew, four of 17 for 24 yards and an interception. On the rushing end of things, seven rushes for McGrew for 63 yards, nine yards a 
carry. And then Javarian Rogers, a big game already. Ten attempts for 118 yards and a touchdown on the receiving end of things. Kashan Marbury, one catch for eight yards. Jaden Hill has two catches for a total of eight yards. And Johnny Darby, one catch for three yards. So not very much in the passing game tonight for the Phoenix. We flip it over to the Auburn Tigers now. I'll tell you what, actually, let's give you a rundown of the Percy Julian total stats. They've got 193 total yards, 181 rushing, 12 passing. If we look at Auburn, and to, just to compare the two, 266 yards of total offense for Auburn, 138 rushing, 130 of those passing. It was the first touchdown of the night for Henry Allen and Gibson Lothridge on a flea flicker from about midfield, a little past midfield, actually, to put the Tigers up 7 to nothing. Auburn would have to punt on the next drive. Check that. A turnover on downs as Omar Mabson was not able to reach the first down marker after the Tigers had kicked a field goal. On the next three drives, the Tigers marched down and scored touchdowns, a couple of them by Henry Allen and another by Omar Mabson. And then the next two drives, Auburn tacks on two field goals by Towns Magoo. Your halftime statistics for the Tigers for passing, it's Henry Allen who's thrown the bulk of the passes, actually all of the passes so far. Five of seven, 130 yards and a touchdown for Henry. On the rushing end of things, Tyler Flakes, Eight carries for 35 yards, five carries for Omar Matson for 57 yards, six for 54, and two touchdowns for Henry Allen. By the way, Omar also gets in the end zone in that first half. And then Cheetah Webb did have a rush, but for negative eight yards as that fumble took them backwards. Receiving end of things, Ian Nation with two catches for 62 yards. Gibson Lothridge, the touchdown catch on the flea ficker, one catch for 56 yards. And then finally, Griffin McLean, two catches for 12 yards, all that totaling and 266 yards of total offense for the Auburn Tigers. Let's run you through some Alabama high school football tonight. First starting out in the region, we'll look over to Prattville and Opelika. Dogs on top in that one, 24-6. That Prattville defense has struggled the last few weeks, giving up 59 to Dothan just a week ago. Enterprise all over Rehoboth in the second quarter, 37 to nothing down at the prize. Of course, here you've got Auburn and Percy Julian Auburn on top. 34 to 7. Smith and Dothan, no score update out of Dothan right now, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Dothan, probably the heavy favorite in there. Running through a couple other 7A high school scores Florence and James Clemens. Florence on top, 7 0 at the half. Baker over Daphne, 17 0 in the second quarter. We look up to Birmingham where Hewitt Trustful and Hoover going at it. Huskies on top in that one, 14 0 over the Hoover Bucks. Hoover is hurting in a bad way right now at one and three. Got to find a way to get into that four spot out of region three. Thompson all over Chelsea, 45 to nothing. Number two Thompson, that is. Actually, number one Thompson, that is, in the state. Tuscaloosa County and Oak Mountain. Uh, the Tuscaloosa County, 17 to 10 over the Oak Mountain Eagles. That one at halftime. Sparkman all over Grissom, 35 to nothing in the second quarter. And Vestavia Hills shutting out Spain Park in the second quarter, 16 to nothing. Quick look at college football for tonight. Wisconsin on top of Purdue, 27-10. That one, 8.42 left to go in the third quarter. NC State in Virginia at halftime. The Wolfpack up 14-7 on the Cavaliers who are trying to pick up that first win of the year. A couple more games going on tonight if you're looking to stay up. Boise State and San Diego State get started at about 9.30. And then also on 9.30 on FS1, it's Air Force and San Jose State. Of course, last night, if you stayed up, you got to see Georgia State go into Coastal Carolina and win 30-17 to to notch their fourth win of the season, 4-0, 1-0 in Sunbelt play. Congrats to the Panthers to get this hot start. Moving into Saturday, and we'll run through a couple games in the SEC. 
for you. Of course, the big one tomorrow, Auburn and Texas A&M around these parts. Auburn at 3-0, Texas A&M at 2-1. And, and wake up early with us. Myself and Uncle T-Bone will be on the air bright and early, 7 a.m. for game day on Wings 94.3. Love to have you along with us. Make sure to stay up with, well, make sure to, to wake up with us and stay up with us afterwards to watch Auburn and Texas A&M. Uh, A&M is seven, an eight-point favorite now in that one. Kentucky Vandy, Kentucky a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Ole Miss and Alabama, Alabama a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Jackson Dart already with almost 1,000 yards on the season for Ole Miss. Probably Jalen Milrow at that starting quarterback spot. UTSA goes to Tennessee. The Vols 21-and-a-half-point favorites there. Arkansas and LSU down in Tiger Stadium. LSU a 17-and-a-half point favorite with Jalen Daniels approaching that 1,000-yard mark as well. Charlotte and Florida, the Gators trying to come off of that big win over Tennessee last week, 28-point favorites there trying to notch that third win. 6.30 ESPN2, it's UAB taking on Georgia. The number one dogs are 42-and-a-half point favorites there. So get your bets in on that one early. ESPNU then at 6.30. Memphis visits Missouri. That one actually in the Dome at America Center. That's in St. Louis, Missouri. So not quite a home game, but a neutral site game for Missouri. And then on SEC Network at 6.30, you'll get Mississippi State and South Carolina Gamecocks catching six in that one. That's a look at your Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Franklin Tire and Auto, friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn. Band still out on the field, about 11 minutes to go. Looks like homecoming queen has just been announced here at Auburn High, so we're going to send it to break for a couple of minutes, come back, get you some, some thoughts from Scott Bagel and Rob Pate on the first half, and hopefully sit down with head coach Keith Etheridge on what to expect in the second half. All that and more coming up on the Auburn High School Sports Network. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you or on the web at theorthoclinic.com. We'll be right back to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. 
Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do It Center at Building Supply. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. Welcome back to Duck Sanford Stadium here, and this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Up here talking and uh, uh, with uh, Auburn Mayor Ron Anders, always hanging around uh, Auburn High School athletic events, a big supporter of Auburn football, basketball, all kinds of athletic events. Uh, teams that, that the mayor uh, supports. Also, for uh, lettered here at Auburn High School. So He actually played for uh, my, one of my coaches at, at uh, Irwin. Well, it looks like he could go out there and yeah, get a couple of snaps is, in right now. He's looking a little jacked. I, I agree. I think he went with the Schmedium uh, <laughs> shirt down there to make sure that he was good. <laughs> I, think, I think, actually, that Jack might already have coach. So, Jack, we'll see if we can do this the old school way and send it and down. Coach Keith Etheridge right by the end zone. Coach, gonna, coach, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to step in on that one. <laughs> hey, I got Coach Keith Etheridge here with me. Coach, good first half by you guys. Of course, the first quarter, a little bit of a rocky start for your defense. I thought they responded well in that second quarter. Well, we just gave up a couple. They they hit us with some weak side counters. You know, we overran it one time. Then we got, then we got upfield one time. You know, so they, you know, they did a good job scouting. You know, they hit us with some weak side stuff and. You know, hats off to them, and then but we responded. Our kids, our kids bent a little, but didn't break. Uh, Davis, Davis made a, made two. Davis Smith made two great tackles. You know, one to save a touchdown, another one to keep them keep them out right here. So, you know, I think uh, and then Pete right there at the end with the interception, and then Towns is kicking the ball great. You know, so uh, we just got to continue. Henry Allen's played great in the first half. You know. You got got my guy Cheetah, you know, uh, that went out with a little ankle injury right there, you know. Uh, Trey Marcus Webb, we're gonna see see if he's okay. You know, I think that he may be he may be done for the night, but hopefully we'll, we'll get him rehab and get him back. Looked like, and you, and you, I think you talked to this, but looked like they saw something on film with you on the boundary side there. What's the what's the plan for the defense? Yeah, just, just weak side counter. We got it fixed. We got it fixed right there. Uh, a couple of drives they tried to run it again. Those last couple of drives and and we were on it. So you know I think I think our defensive our defensive end was was sort of slow playing. But you know that those last two drives we just put him on the back and he got to the play twice for tackles for losses. So a little trickeration to start the game too. Working on that all week, you know. They put a couple of wrinkles in every week. You know, a lot of times you won't even see them. You know, sometimes we'll pull them out early. Sometimes we'll wait. You know, to a, a big point in the game. But yeah, it's a good time to run it. Great throw by Henry. Great job of, of getting the getting the handoff, turning, pitching it back. Great job by Henry of getting it out there. And uh, Gibby did a great job of hauling it in, getting it in zone. Any changes to the offense in this next game? Any change in personnel necessarily? Yeah, we'll, we'll, you'll see some other guys, some younger guys in the second half, hopefully. You know, uh, we'll get some guys in there and, and get them a little playing time and, you know, hopefully hopefully uh, clear this clear this sideline. But we, we got to make sure we get the game in hand first. You know, this they got a good football team. You know, it's 7-7 in the first quarter. So, 
you know, uh, great great football game, you know, and I think we just sort of we just sort of pulled away right there at the end of the half. We got to continue to keep them backed up, don't give them good field position, and then capitalize on turnovers if we get in. Thanks, Jack. Not sure what happened there at the end. Sorry about that, but uh, that's, uh, that's that's head coach Keith Etheridge as uh, he was able to. Uh, he basically hit, hit on everything that I was going to talk about. <laughs> I lo what I like about that is when asked about the uh, the counterplay, he was like, "No, no, we got it. We're we're good. <laughs> we true. figured out what they're what they're trying to do there, and uh, and, and we got that taken care of." And giving uh, Percy Julian the, the credit for um, scouting them and, and finding a weakness, and, and they had to make a, an adjustment to it. So. Uh, giving credit where credit was due. Yep. We come back, we'll have some final thoughts here as uh, the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report continues as Auburn leads 34-7 to at halftime. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Your Auburn High School Football Station, Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Hey, keep your dial tuned in to Wings 94-3 so you don't miss tomorrow's Auburn University football game at Texas A&M. Coverage starts with game day on wings at 7 a.m. 7 a.m., 7 a.m. Wake up with your coffee and Jack Hudden and T-Bone as Auburn uh, goes to College Station looking for a massive win uh, as uh, as Auburn tries to, to go 1-0 in the SEC. And, and, Rob, this is such a weird game because I'm not sure how good either one of the two teams are. I, I know. 
I know. Uh, you'll find out a lot, and, and it's a super important game for uh, Jimbo Fisher and his future at Texas A&M. Um, you know, the thing, when you look back at just this rivalry since they've come into the league, this game just sets the trajectory for both teams. Yes. You know, whoever whoever wins this game tends to have a better-than-average season, and whoever doesn't tends yeah. to, to not. And, and so – you know, that's a uh, kind of a, a, a telltale for, for what we can expect going forward. But, um, you know, I think that uh, the big thing is is, is making their, their talented young quarterback just un, as uncomfortable as we can. Take yes. away the running game, uh, make him get off of his mark, and, um, you know, not just give him the freebies. Because Bobby Petrino is going to draw up. He schemes players He's gonna wide open. He's going to get and he and he takes deep shots, so they so they they take a long time to develop. So we got to get a good pass rush, and we've got to take away the uh, the run threat. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is I firmly believe that if you're able to keep it close, Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino might end up fighting each other in the second <laughs> half. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah. I mean, if it, you know, just keeping it close puts a lot of pressure on them, and uh, if uh, you know they're able to do that, that you know, I think that that makes a. Uh, um, you know, it frees up Auburn. It, it allows them to uh, to play with uh, a, a lot of freedom, and uh, it puts the pressure, uh, the game pressure, on both that staff and those yeah. players to have to uh, come through. Yeah, it's such. It's just an interesting game because you're right. When this game is early in the year, it feels like a setup for whoever wins it. When it's later in the year, pretty much goes to whoever's playing playing better. Yeah. Um, you know, in 20, 2020, Auburn wasn't playing well. A and M came in and, and kind of ran away with it. Uh, 2021, Auburn goes in there. They're playing well going into that game and coming out of that game. That was kind of the start of the end of the Brian Harson yeah, era. Um, and then, um, you know, last year it was the cement of the bad year that was for A&M oh, and yeah. kind of just the spark for Auburn football with Cadillac Williams being the head coach there. Um, but we'll see what happens. I, you know, I, I, there is no path to victory without uh, Peyton Thorne playing well, yeah. I, I believe. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with him. Uh, a couple of really bad picks last week, but he also threw the ball outside of those two p- throws. I thought he threw the ball pretty well. Should be very interested to see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. I, you can't go on the road in, in the SEC and, and have bad quarterback play and walk out a winner. Yeah. So he, he's got to be near flawless. And, um, you know, and I think he's going to get better. It's a lot like Henry Allen with, uh, with Peyton Thorne in that um, he didn't go through spring. He's learning a new system. He's going to get better every week. Henry Allen is, is getting a little bit better every week as, as Auburn's quarterback. And uh, if we could just continue that trajectory, um, I think that uh, that he's going to be fine. Hate to cut off, Jack. But, Jack, we get to hear all your thoughts tomorrow at 7 a.m. on uh, before the Auburn University broadcast gets started. <laughs> we come back, we'll have the second half. 34-7 Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the, Orth- by the Orthopedic Clinic. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
inspired by the bold bison. Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94-3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Well, somehow we were able to make it. I thought we might miss the kick kickoff but Changru ain't ready uh Percy Julian wasn't ready nobody's ready now we're about ready for action here as Auburn High School will return as kicking off will be number six Keyshawn Marbury you know one of the guys Scott that uh that Coach Etheridge talked about and praised in the uh, halftime report with Jack was uh uh, was Davis Smith and the touchdown-saving yep. plays that he made. And, and I think that, uh, that that I overlooked those um, as they were happening because I think we just were trying to figure out why they were busting those long runs untouched. But, um, you know, two times uh, Davis Smith was able to, uh, to prevent a touchdown from getting on the board by just not quitting and giving up on the play. Yeah. So, uh, Coach recognized that, and uh, Davis made big tackles in that first half. Yeah, Davis Smith, uh, 32 tackles on the year, uh, second on the team behind Wyatt Trexler. He's, he did that. Him and Jackson Mills both had uh, 12, 13, 14 tackles against Dothan, and uh, more than half of them were, it's you, you have to make the play, or this is going to be a 60-yard run. Wow. And they made the play and made Dothan grind out that, that game. So we'll see. I don't think I'd be surprised if we see Cheetah Webb the rest of the the rest of the night. Auburn High will have it coming back the other way on the kick return. 35, 40, as making a guy miss is coming back. I believe that one was Daryl Gibbs on the return. First time we've seen him back this year. And Auburn High will have it first down and 10. Well, he did a great job of speeding all the way there to the uh, to the edge. And, and, man, he threw the brakes on in a hurry. He got the sidelines uh, excited here at Auburn because the uh, uh, the Percy Julian defender just ran out of his shoes, and uh, you know that's uh, was something that, uh, that stoked everybody up yeah. here on the sidelines. Auburn High has had really good field position, and then that'll continue right here as they have it at the 41-yard line going in. Allen in the gun, handoff to Mapson. Mapson following his two tight ends going around. The edge to the 43-yard line. Gain of two on the play. Second down and eight. Well, again, you know, they condensed that formation. They've got Ian Nation split out wide. They have a man-to-man -man defender on him, and everybody else is in the box. I mean, it's, it's literally, literally ten in the box right here. 
Give to Mapson going left. He finds himself a little bit of a crease across the 45, breaks one tackle, dragging a linebacker, and then safety. He gives him a ride as well. Runs all the way out to about the 48, 49-yard line. Gain of about five, maybe six. Sets up a third down and short. Yeah, they go around, around, along that uh, left side of the offensive line with Hugh Botterford, Clem Womack, and uh, those guys paved the way with a with a box stacked like that to be able to pick up that type of yardage on the ground is impressive. Third down and about three. Now, you know, call it two. Auburn goes hard count, does not jump. Well, yep, there, there's a flag. And it looks like Auburn's going to pick up a freebie on, on, uh, on an offsides. So Tigers will pick up their first down. It'll be first down and 10 from the Percy Julian 46. Allen in the gun with two receivers and two tight ends. Drops back, wants the go ball, looking for Ian Nation. Throw the flag. There it is. Little bit underthrown. He had him. And, and put a little bit too much too much air on it, and we're not able to get it out there. But it's going to be 15 yards on the defensive P.I. And Almerheim will have another first down. Yeah, really hard situation to put that corner isolated out there on Ian Nation. He's able to get the step. And uh, you're right, if Henry's able to uh, to lead him a little bit more than, uh, than Ian walks into the end zone. Still, you know, they're still working on timing for that type of, uh, of play. Still like the fact that he gave his guy an opportunity to make a play. He didn't just throw a, a long foul ball there. He was uh, gave Ian a chance to get back to it. And Ian Nation rolls out inside give up the middle to Omar. Omar breaks the tackle across the 25, carrying some guys. Will finally be tackled just shy of the 20-yard line on first down and 10 from the 31. He picks up eight, maybe nine on the play. Yeah, just impressive physicality with the way Omar uh, Mabson finishes these runs, running hard, keeping those feet churning. I, I think both backs tonight have uh, have been really impressive with uh, just their ability to, to keep the pile moving forward and, uh, you know, not giving up on anything. I, I think that's going to be a key because going forward, if Auburn can have a two-back system with Henry Allen running the football and force the issue as Henry's going to roll right, looking for a dragger. Nice play there by the outside backer to get a hand on it. Auburn went with a little, little waggle concept, and I believe that's uh, gross once again to get a hand on it and to knock away third down and one. But, again, you like the play call. You, you Something to work on. It gives Henry the opportunity to get uh, outside of the pocket. He's got uh, a, you know a flood concept with multiple options uh, on, rolling to his right. I mean, it was a second and one play call. So uh, you're back to third down. If you want to pound it and, and, and try to, to pick up the first here, then, uh, you know, you're in great position to do that. Allen back in the gun and one receiver. It's Ian Nation off to the left. And Flakes up the middle is going to lower his head and get what he needs for the first down. Will be pushed back at the 20. But with that play, Auburn High School moves inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Two trips into the red zone here tonight, a touchdown and a field goal as Auburn just kind of grinding out this one. Two and a, or nine and a half left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead 34-7. to seven. 
interesting formation this time where they stack all three backs. Once again, inside give to Flakes. Flakes runs out of the first tackle. Running hard, he might be inside the 10-yard line there. They will give him the 10. Gain of 10 on the play, first down and goal from the 10. I think I said 10 three times in the span of a <laughs> minute right there. Well, that was a little wrinkle that, uh, you know, Coach uh, Etheridge was talking about, the wrinkles that uh, we see offensively. They had lined the tailback away um, from the two H-backs, and that time they had the two H-backs and the tailback all at the same time on the same side, and they led the uh, uh, the, the tailback around to the opposite side. That was a, a new look for, the, for this uh, formation. Auburn now will shift out of that and they'll send uh, basically three tight ends to the right along with Ian Nation. Give to Omar. Omar trying to get the outside. Going to cut up, get close to the six. He'll be marked down at about the seven-and-a-half, six-yard line. Gain of about four on that one. Second down and goal coming. Yeah, and that's one where uh, where when Henry Allen gives the ball off to Omar Mapson, he, he'll see on, on tape tomorrow when they whenever they watch this game that, uh, hey, I could have walked in right there. No, nobody accounts for the quarterback on that weak side, and uh, they may go back to it here soon. As Jalen Foster, the Auburn senior center, having a conversation with some of the offensive staff, Give once again to Omar up the middle. He lowers his head. He's going to get hit at about the four and stop there. Gain of two, third down and four from the four coming as Flakes will check in. As we'll see, uh, we'll see if Auburn wants to go boot. Do you continue to pound it? Quarterback keeper. We saw some of that last week. We'll see what Auburn wants to do here. They have bled out about four plus minutes here in the fir in the first drive of the second half with this 34-7 lead. Yeah, curious to see if Auburn has a, a passing option that they like in this uh, part of the field. They're going to give to Flakes. Flakes got a hole off the right side, and then the lead defender was able to take him off of his feet. Carried to the two, fourth down and goal from the two, as you can see Wag talking to Coach E. And Auburn's going to go heavy. Well, they sure are, aren't they? Deuce White, Caleb Pitts. Pritchett goes out there as well. Wow. Trenton Pritchett, whose sister was crowned homecoming queen at halftime. Congratulations to the Pritchett family. Of course, uh, Dr. Pritchett is also the head coach of the Lady Tiger basketball program. Omar Mapson in the gun. Ten seconds left to go here on this fourth down and two as Percy Julian's going to Roll down to the goal line and call timeout to see what they want to do. Six and a half left to go here in the third quarter. We'll take this timeout with them. 34-7 Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. So the reason for the timeout and Auburn staying with the formation is your, your quarterback 
is your center. <laughs> Jalen Foster lines back up at quarterback. Hugh Botterford goes into center. Deuce White and Caleb Pitts, eligible receivers, are your upbacks. Yeah, he's asking – Jack is asking for a pass. I put that at about 0.5%. <laughs> Foster has it, goes off to the right. He's going to – no, yes, he's in. I thought he's going to have it easily. But then he bounced it outside, and he runs into the end zone for the two-yard touchdown run for Jalen Foster, the big man in the middle gets the touchdown for the Tigers. He's pretty athletic, man. I mean, that was a uh, that was a bounce out to the outside. He had the he had to outrun a defender into the end zone and and took a shot at the goal line. But he did ran through it. That was a that's an athletic play. I was afraid when he had to bounce it that that was going to be the end of that. But <laughs> he was able to power his way into the end zone for the two yard touchdown run. He was, and and, and knocked a uh, a Percy Julian helmet off in in the process. Field goal, oh, the extra point is up, and that extra point is good. 6.28 left to go here. And the third quarter, Tigers have extended the lead once again. 41-7 is our score. We'll be back in 30, in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Jalen Foster powers it in from two yards out. Yes, the center who lines up at quarterback runs behind Deuce White and Caleb Pitts for the touchdown. Hey, you said have fun. So we've seen a flea flicker for a touchdown. We've seen a center run in for a touchdown as um, – Hey, you know what? Uh, always with trick plays, you normally don't have to rep them a bunch because the kids remember that one. Oh, yeah. They'll remember that forever. And it's nice to see, you know, you, you put those things in and implement them in practice. And they seem like, you know, fun things that uh, that just get everybody excited. And then they call for it in the game and then you execute it. That's, uh, man, those are lifetime memories there. Eight possessions for Percy Julian, eight times that they take over at the 20-yard line. It's funny, the, uh, the the Auburn defense is so used to the ball going out of the end zone that as the kick is in the air, like the guys running on the kickoff team closest to the Auburn sidelines are having to run through Auburn defense coming <laughs> onto the field because they know it's a touchback. Well, that's something that if t that Auburn needs to make sure that they stay disciplined on. Opelika found that out last week against Central. They're used to kicking out of the end zone as well. The kick went to the one-yard line. The returner fumbled it and then picked it up and ran out the backside for a 99-yard touchdown run that put the game away. Looking for the corner out, Davis Smith right there. Nice throw and catch as McGrew was looking for the uh, looking for his uh, receiver, and Jaden Hill comes up with it. First down yardage down to the 45-yard line in Auburn territory. 
gain of 35 on the play. Nice pitch and catch. Yeah, it was. It, it was a good corner route right there that the receiver ran. He, he ran away from Davis Smith. Uh, Smith is able to uh, to close on that and be right there as the ball. I, I think, honestly, Scott, it was simultaneous possession right there because Davis Smith came up with the ball. Yeah. But, uh, I, that you know, obviously the tie goes to the offensive player. Intact, no, another RPO. Nice hands there by number 11, Jacoby Jackson on a little RPO, a throw for about gain of four. As we have a second, Jack, you got that drive detail from the last Auburn drive that was that took a while. That's right. Yeah, that's right, Scott. Yeah, 12 plays, the longest drive of the night for this Auburn high offense in plays, that is. 59 yards, helped out by a couple penalties, but, of course, the big run by Jalen Foster. I say big. But uh, maybe in stature, not necessarily in length. <laughs> well, it, it's the one that got the points. Again, three-by-one set. Looked like receivers got going a little bit early. That's an interesting play design there. Auburn High defends it well. GT speedo. Like, you, you move the GT, you get eyes going to the middle of the, of the formation, and then speedo away from the uh, away from the pullers. And Auburn luckily had ended up having numbers there yeah. it's only going to be a gain of a couple third down coming up yeah auburn almost overran it uh, had three defenders over there caleb pitts uh, the most interior of them and the quarterback cuts back inside of caleb but caleb's able to to get him down also that jalen foster touchdown run the first first fourth down conversion of the uh, season for the tigers and wow somebody jumped we'll see yeah. what it's called what it is called it's going to yeah. be a false start yeah, Auburn with a late defensive line shift right there and the right tackle for uh, for Percy Julian comes up out of a stance and uh, and his teammates uh, are very dismayed. So you defensive guy, that's something that's become very big the last couple of years, mainly from Bama and Georgia, yeah. uh, and that's the late defensive line shift yeah. that really can – and they're really doing it to, to get a false start yeah, from the they offensive are. line. they are. It's smart. I mean, it's, it's hard to coordinate that, but um, – you know, these, these defensive lines are practicing it, and they're getting it done, and, it, and it's paying dividends. Empty set here for Percy Julian on third and seven. little quick throw, and if it's a good pass, it's first down yardage and then some. As is, it's a gain of six and fourth and one. Yeah, that's a that's a good enough to go forward on fourth down, which they should here. I mean, it, they're down 41-7. to seven. They're in Auburn territory. They're outside of field goal range, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll try to pound one in here and see if they can't continue this drive. Auburn will bring in their biggest defense alignment, Amias Greathouse. What a name. That is an outstanding name for a nose tackle. Greathouse, 5'10", 310 pounds, the senior. Looks to plug the middle. Speedo once again. McGrew very patient, gets, gets the seam he needs and gets the first down. Yeah, but you can see what Coach Etheridge talked about right there of, of having uh, – enough players over there there to account for what it was that uh, that they had scouted against Auburn because they attack that uh, same play that they've run to the boundary um, that time with the speed option look and uh, Auburn has enough defenders they just the quarterback made a great play with uh, the hesitation to get around the uh, the trailing Wyatt Trexler Bryson McGrew's played pretty well tonight he has. He's seen some good throws he's had a couple of, of questionable decisions but also a very good scheme from this uh, Percy Julian staff Bunch set, throw over the middle, and had his receiver. Unfortunately, you throw it 98 miles an hour on a seven-yard slant. It's going to be tough to catch. That goes off the receiver's head incomplete. Yeah, that was uh, that's the same thing that Robbie Ashford struggles with. Yeah. That uh, you know the 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 touch on the uh, on the short crossing and underneath stuff. But um, 
Yeah, you know, I, I've been impressed in this uh, second half also with, uh, and part of this is dictated, I think, just by the score. But, uh, man, number two for those guys, uh, Rogers. Yeah. He ate Auburn alive on the ground in the first half, and I don't know that he's even touched the ball in the second half. Till now. Yeah, he, he was the slot receiver, so he's the one that got the third down and six on okay. the little quick pass as an empty set that time, and Auburn's kind of playing off big time on that slot. And, all, and it's just catch and throw it out there, let him go get some yards. He picks up four, third down and six coming for the Phoenix. Well, he's definitely been their go-to guy, their playmaker. So uh, third and, and six, uh, you would expect that, uh, you know, they're going to try to get the ball in his hands to make a play. I think it would be interesting if you could – the next play that I think could be very useful for this team is, is a little throw out to Rodgers. Rodgers, oh. hello. As Witcher, there's the flag. As he reaches his hands out, ends up getting the face mask. And that will be a personal foul. Uh, on And just, you know, you put your hand out and try to make the tackle, end up getting a face mask. Uh, one of the things that a lot of spread teams have added out of the three-by-one set is a uh, play that's called kind of bash, uh, outside zone with a quarterback run. They run the GT really well with that back. My thing is the next play is run the sweep away from the GT, and the quarterback can keep it with that guard tackle pull. Just adds another wrinkle to kind of mess up the eyes for the linebackers. But uh, it's been a really good scheme and a really good plan here for Percy Julian. It's just Auburn made an adjustment, and yeah. now they've been able to, to build this big lead. Yeah, and that's the key. I mean, it's always about uh, finding out where you're weak and uh, where you're getting exploited and just make a change. GT once again, flip it out to the bubble. That was incomplete as, you know, the, right now uh, they're trying to make Auburn guard all 53 across. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, there's some stuff there, but the other part of doing it all has got to be able to execute it. That yeah. one a little bit short, incomplete. Yeah, a little bit antsy from, uh, from their quarterback, uh, not getting his feet set and uh, almost looking like he's trying to make no-look passes. Yeah, um, to, just to, to try to, to get the defense from pursuing as quickly and uh, just not accurate with that last pass. Second down and 10 from about the 14-yard line for the Phoenix. Auburn, uh, well, they jumped, but also uh, the receivers jumped as well. And they will call a four. Oh, actually, it will be a, a, a snap infraction. On person, Julian. As we have a break, let's let's pause ten seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika. Duck Sanford Stadium here in Auburn, Alabama. Scott Bagwell here joined with Rob Payton, Jack Hudden, Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. 41-7, Tigers lead this one, and uh, that's, a, that's a fumble. And uh, I'm not sure who Auburn's going to come away with yep. it. That is an extremely heads-up play there by the defensive lineman who came up with it. I think it was uh, Pitts. Pitts. Yep. Pitts knocked away the running back, yep. and so he was able to get it. Uh, there was miscommunication there. The running back went to the left. Quarterback went speedo to the right and did yep. not look for the pitch, just let it go, and Auburn gets the turnover. Yep, he pitched it to nobody, and as the uh, running back tries to go and pick it up, you're exactly right. Caleb Pitts, instead of diving for the ball, he pushes the running back out of the way, knocks him off balance, and then he smartly falls on that ball. Um, really, really nice heads-up play from uh, Caleb Pitts. 
as Max Hammer will be the new Auburn High School quarterback, the sophomore, threw a touchdown a week ago. Claps a hand, play action, rolls to his right, looks low to high, now he'll keep it. The sophomore runs, gets good yardage, first down yardage, Ooh. hello. As he runs smack dab into number one, Joshua Whiting. <laughs> Gain of 16, 17 on the play for Max, but uh, slide there, buddy. Yeah, he, he basically ran a big circle right there. He almost ran around midfield there, the circle around the A. And uh, did a really good job of uh, picking up some yards and then just kept kind of cutting it back all the way into a brick wall there from the, uh, from the Percy Julian defensive back. Great run, and, and, yeah, he kept going. Then all of a sudden it was, uh, yeah, it was the momentum was stopped. Inside give to Omar. Omar puts his foot in the ground, has good yardage, eight, maybe nine on the play across the 40-yard line with 15 seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers in control. Gain of eight for Omar as he will check out. It looked like he caught a helmet on the thigh pad, thigh pad there. Yeah, they went low on him out yeah. there from the defensive backs. He, he comes down and. And, and we'll take this quarter as Omar will get talked to. Right about the time he went down, the clock ran out. 41-7, Tigers lead. The biggest story now is going to be Cheetah, the health of Cheetah and Omar. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Hammer in the gun with Flakes. Palmer in motion. And Hammer wants a little flat route to Cody Palmer. He'll make the catch, get to the 35 on second two. Gain of about four, maybe five for a first down. Yeah, Hammer looks comfortable in the uh, in the position uh, that first play he had no hesitation with uh, pulling that ball down and running didn't care about having contact and then with his first pass right there does a, a nice job of just getting that ball out quick and uh, puts it in a in a perfect spot Crawford Lothridge got the snaps against Dothan and was the first one in last week but Max has had a good couple of weeks of practice and now and he gets the first opportunity here this week two by two set for hammer He'll clap the hands, play action, now want the pass to Ian Nation. What a catch. He's going to lose two or three, but he sticks the hand up there on the bubble and, and makes the catch yeah. and uh, loses two, second down and 12. As And good news, Omar back in the game. Yeah, I saw Omar come back in, and uh, you're right. That was a one-handed grab that uh, 
uh, was a phenomenal catch. Uh, Hammer just didn't get his feet set, let that ball sail on him, and uh, going to put him behind the sticks here on second down. Yeah, something young quarterbacks at times struggle with in that RPO with the with the now screens and the bubble screens is just because that is a quote-unquote easy throw doesn't mean you let your fundamentals get yeah. away from you. The second quarter, which was brought to you by Troy Bank and Trust, the big difference in the game, Tigers outscored Julian, uh, Percy Julian 27 to nothing. Inside give to Omar Mabson, and he has himself a good run. Gets across the original line of scrimmage, plus a couple. Is going to set up a third down and about eight, gain of five on the play. Yeah, and I was watching uh, big number uh, 67, Clem Womack, on that play. Get a pancake block uh, downfield. Does a, a really good job. He's six, seven yards downfield. Um, running his man into the dirt. Glenn's been the best lineman for the ti- for the Tigers this year. Um, he's graded out the highest. Uh, Hugh Botterford, Jalen Foster also have played well. The right side has played better as of late. Case Whaley and uh, and Aiden Platt. Hammer play action drops back. Now goes to his left. Looks to set his feet. He's going to run again. He does not try to run over the whole defense this time. He will get to about the 25-yard line. Might have his first on third down and eight. Yeah, does a nice job of just taking uh, what's there, and uh, and they're going to give him the first down. Nice job there by Hammer, who got it, who saw it, tried to let it uh, progress as much as he could, then took off and ran, protected himself, and got it out of bounds. Uh, first down and ten. Nice yeah. job. Slid away from the uh, from the pressure. Tried to keep his eyes downfield. It was covered, and uh, he keeps the sticks moving. And he will check out. Checking into the game is number six, Crawford Lothridge, brother of Gibson Lothridge, who has a touchdown reception on the night. Antonio Welch in motion, wanting the the out route to the uh, to the motion player just a little bit short incomplete second 10 coming yeah just left that one left that a little short but uh you know that's a that's a hard timing route right there you're coming in he's been watching a lot of football tonight and uh that's a that's a tough first play to come in and try to connect on tigers the offensive staff taking a long look at that play call sheet see what they want kind of in a weird situation you would think this is the the run time but with the young quarterbacks in it, it's yeah. a time to, to Hey, we need to throw the ball and, and and got to work on that. Also, your young receivers are in the game. Antonio Welch in the game once again. Inside give flakes, gonna try to bounce it outside and will we'll get hit down there across the 25 yard line. Gain of a couple, third down and, and about eight coming. Yeah, that time uh, you know he's done a pretty good job tonight of getting north and south, but I could see the. The coaches on the sidelines a little frustrated of him bouncing that one that time, wanting him just to, to continue north and south and um, see if he couldn't pick up some extra yardage. Daryl Gibbs, Antonio Welch, and Josh Askew will line up to the right. Solo receiver Griffin McLean here to the left. Omar Mapson in the gun next to Crawford. Welch and Askew, sophomores on the right side. Lothridge will have it. We'll drop back. Tigers want a screen, and they have Omar. Omar at the 20, Clem Womack getting himself a block, getting himself a pancake. Omar Mabson tackled at the two, maybe the three-yard line as they'll put him at the three. Gain of 21 on the play, and with that, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse Red Zone breakfast, or the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone, Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, that was a great play call, and you and I were both, again, got our eyes glued on 67 Womack down the field. That's an athletic play to lock up with a corner out here as the uh, left tackle, be able to keep your feet 
and drive him into the end zone. I mean, he totally dominated that block right there, and uh, that's one that will go on a highlight reel for him for a long time. 6'3", 270, a junior is Clem Womack. Two receivers to the right, tight end to the left, along with another solo receiver. Now will Auburn will have a couple of motions. And Auburn, I think, calls a timeout because they read – oh, I take that back. There's a delay. I didn't even – I wasn't even looking at the play I clock. wasn't either. Well, if, you know, after that screen pass, Omar came off and, and Flakes comes in. I don't know if maybe that delayed them getting the uh, the play call in. But, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that ticking down. 20 seconds on the play clock right now. Auburn will go with two receivers to each side. For Lothridge, clock down to eight. Tigers need to get set, need to get going. If they have shift, they need to go. Three, two, Tigers will have it. Lothridge wants the slot fade. A lot of contact, and Antonio Welch draws the flag. It's a P.I. in the end zone. That will be should be put down at about the two-yard line. Yeah, tough, tough position out there to play man-to-man um, on, a, on a fade route like that. And the, the defensive back just gets grabby and rips down on that, uh, on that jersey. I, I don't know that that ball was going to be in a catchable, catchable spot, yeah. spot but, uh, but regardless, I mean, it's, it, was, it was a hold that, uh, that's going to put that ball first down inside the five. Really not sure how I feel about the P.I. and goal-to-go situations not being an automatic first. <laughs> Um, I feel like, you know, I think a third down and 20, you, you tackle them, sure, fine. But, yeah. but goal to go, I feel like that should be an automatic first down. Inside give by Flake, and it to Flakes. Flakes carries a couple of guys. Is he into the end zone? Keeps fighting. Actually, he lost the ball. Who has it? Touchdown. Oh. We'll see who came up with it. Flakes came up with it. So, we'll give it to Flakes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Sure, why not? Four-yard touchdown run for Tyler Flakes. Yeah. Makes this one 47-7. It looked like uh, number 73, Aiden Platt, was the guy that came around with the ball. But uh, somehow or another, Flakes is able to to land on it. Uh, He was running hard. He was north and south like we had just talked about. But it looked like that ball did pop through, pop loose, and he's able to get on top of it in the end zone. With 8-0-1 left to go in the fourth quarter, the Tigers – Punch another one in. Extra point is up and good. New kicker comes in. Coming in was number 42. 43. 43. Oliver Harmon. There we go. Oliver comes in and knocks that one through, and Tigers lead this one 48-7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. One left to go here in the fourth. Tigers lead this one 48-7. As 
as this one will be returned at about the five-yard line. Not Magoo on the kickoff this time, straight up the middle. And it looks like Jackson Laverne comes in and makes the tackle as kicking off there for the Tigers was number, I think it was 39, Joseph Daniel, a sophomore. And Auburn has had the ball nine times, eight scores, one turnover on downs. Wow. No punts. Yeah, just a uh, just a really good job of executing and uh, just finishing this game off the right way. First and ten, Percy Julian from the 27-yard line. A little bubble out to the near side. Tigers having some subs in. We'll get those players to you. I'd say that. But uh, I look into the back level, and there's still a whole yeah. lot of starters there. Jackson Laverne checks in at the linebacking court, checking out is Jace Williams. Cam Creighton in at the defensive end spot along with number 61, Carmelo Ford. He came into the game earlier in the second half, or in the second quarter, rather. Also into the game, number 99, Carnell Jackson, a 6'2", 300-pound sophomore defensive lineman. And Michael Foster, Foster as well, the, the right defensive end. Percy Julian will have it. Drops back. Tigers getting some pressure. And Wyatt Trexler adding pursuit from the inside, able to, to get out at about the 35-yard line. Gain of about four on the play, third down and two coming. Well, that was a good job right there by uh, by Jackson Lovern of uh, taking the wheel route and, and running with it down the sideline. That was their playmaker, number two, uh, Javerian Rogers. Um, he's the one that gashed Auburn in the first half uh, on the ground, and that time they had a wheel route. He's telling the quarterback right now, you've got to give me a shot there. But uh, Jackson Lovern runs with him step for step and uh, forces the quarterback to keep the ball. Amari Brown and Isaac Bedford into the game as well as number 30, Demir Garrett. As Auburn will get some road, some uh, substitutions in here. Auburn brings pressure on the outside. There's Rodgers and Hello coming down, tracking that the running back down. Once again, Cam Creighton, who's made a yeah, couple of plays sure has. from the backside defensive end spot. It will be first down yardage on third down and short. And had to have it because uh, if Cam Creighton doesn't track that down from the back, then uh, that's a touchdown right there. I mean, that there was nobody left uh, behind him. Six foot, about six one. 150, 155 pounds is Cam Creighton. But he's got speed. He's got speed, and he's aggressive, and, and he gets to the point of attack pretty well. 7-13 and counting left to go here in the fourth. The Tigers lead 48-7. Once again, GT, and now the bubble screen. Jackson Mills flies up, a couple of missed tackles. But luckily for Auburn, Isaac Bedford in there along with Ford. Demir Garrett as well. Help out as Andrew Hahn and Jackson Mills. That'll make the defensive coaches a little bit frustrated. Two of your starters who are still yeah. in the game are two of the guys that overrun that bubble screen. Yeah, just, you know, just losing fundamentals right there. I mean, they just, like you said, overran it. They're right there in position to make the play. They could have used one another to uh, as leverage, and uh, instead they won't go for the big hit, and they miss. Percy Julian will now spread their receivers further out. McGrew has it. I'm not sure who that was supposed to go to. You don't really see a swing action into a now screen, but that's exactly what we saw on that one. Coming up and uh, making the catch there is Johnny Darby. Gain of a couple, third down and six coming. Yeah, the quarterback in the in the uh, 
and the running back that flared out, that they, they both looked at each other. The quarterback tapped as if he were saying, hey, that's my bad. I, I think maybe he told the running back to do something that he wasn't supposed to do there. Stacked look, and this is a, a formation that's become very popular in college football. Outside of the numbers, stack your receivers and spread out the defense. Again, a now screen immediately. Garrett adding some pressure. Does a good job of force the issue. There's a late flag coming in. We'll see if that's a hold or if that's a flag on the Auburn sideline for asking for a hold. Yeah, it's a hold. Which, you know, gives a decision here because it, it could make it fourth and uh, and six. Or and Auburn will decline. Yeah, it's fourth down and six. You know, if you're Percy Julian, there's five and a half left to go here. You know, go for it. Why not? Yeah. Work on some of the stuff that, that you want to work on. Now, this is a team that still kind of – they got some young guys that are still building from uh, from being so good a couple of years ago. little motion here. Dropping back, wants to go ball, has a receiver, overthrows him. Looking for number 86 on the play, who I don't have. I'm going to assume it's Marquise Brown. And incomplete on the play, Garrett was there. Auburn High will take over. Yeah, Garrett didn't give up on the play and uh, is able to get back in it right as the ball is just slightly overthrown. But uh, Auburn will take over and uh, hopefully melt the rest of this five minutes and 13 seconds. And uh, – Get out of one of only four home games for the uh, for the season. Can of, see of Victor. Can see Coach Bagwell, one of the receivers, coach getting his line of receivers right next to him, <laughs> which means that uh, we're about to see a whole bunch of subs coming yeah. out. Well, good for them. A little jet motion here, inside handoff to Mikel Ammons, Ooh. who's going to be spun around by the face mask. He's going to make a guy miss and then finally be tackled across the forty yard line. Gain of a couple and a hard run there by Ammons. Yeah, love to see that. Love to see a guy come in, have a shot, get get his uh, name called, and uh, when he gets the ball, he's uh, making guys miss. He's fighting and scrapping for extra yards. Charlie Ward will check out. Coming into the game, number 18, J.D. Dallas. Mark Basil in at tight end. Jay Alexander as well. Max Hammer, still your quarterback, coming in number 87. believe that is Grayson Vanderberg, the receiver, the senior. Up front, we'll get some of those guys to you right after this play. Inside give to Ammons once again, and he's going to bounce outside and be tackled for a loss there. Tucker Auburn into the game as well as Caden Neighbors. So Matthew Givens into the game at tackle. Spinks Eccles just checks in. Yeah, come and he's a sophomore. Jaden Spinks Eccles, the sophomore class has they got some linemen that have an opportunity to be pretty good. But out in the spring, that was a that was an eye opening experience for a lot of these sophomores. <laughs> Justice Wall into the game as well at receiver, trying to get a block for his uh, for his running back who got knocked out of bounds there. Uh, Ammons once again. Also Pritchett stays in the game, number seventy five. Trenton Pritchett, 6'4", 250, yeah, a sophomore. He's, he's, uh, he's got the look, man. I mean, he's he's lean. He can pack on a lot more weight to that frame, and uh, you wouldn't be able to tell it. I mean, he's a head taller than everybody on the field out there right now. He's uh, He is a good-looking young prospect. 
Carter Robinson also comes in. Pritchett, I know, has already had some schools talking to him strictly based on his, his frame. Yeah. Hammer claps the hands. Inside give to Ammons once again, and Ammons is going to bounce it outside and now try to get some help. Gets pushed from uh, – I don't know if that was Hammer or somebody else, but definitely got a push from one of his uh, teammates to try to get him forward. Ryan Birchfield into the game as well. Number 36, a receiver into the game. That is Noah McDonald. As Auburn getting a bunch of people into the game. Yep, Cameron Moore just checks in, number 30. You know, a lot of these players, they played earlier in the week in their JV game. Um, but as Auburn is finding out, there's the, the number of JV games, Auburn wants to play as many as they can because they have a big 10th grade class. But less and less schools are playing that JV game right now. So this is good to see them get an opportunity to come in and, and get some reps in a game-type situation. Should be another face yep. mask, and there it is. As uh, running the ball there was number 10, Ivy Foster, 5'8", 150 pounds. Move to running back. Checking in now on White Edmondson on the line. Bruce King, or Justice Hallman, rather, checks in as well. Auburn getting all the people that they can check in right now. Fourth down coming up for the Tigers. 2.50 left to go here. Auburn leads 48-7. And this, I mean, this is – I think this is good to get people in because the next three, four weeks for, for this Auburn, no it's, Auburn it's, schedule gets pretty yeah, it's, pretty brutal. It's about as hard as, as you're going to find in the state of Alabama the next three weeks. Auburn at Ramsey, who's the number one team in 5A next week. And then they get uh, Opelika at Opelika, who is pretty darn good this year. If you, if you haven't been keeping up, Hammer follow, or, uh, fumbles it and just has to jump on the ball. And that'll be a turnover on Downs as uh, as uh, Percy Julian will take over. And then you get an off week, and then you get the second most talented team in the state, maybe the third most talented team, depending on classifications and all that in Central. You know, I'm still going to put Thompson one, Sarah Land might be two, and then, yeah. and then Central's right there. And Opelika had an opportunity to beat Central in Central. Op Opelika just plays Central tough every I year. Do. You know, they just – uh, they're not out-athleted, and uh, I don't think that, uh, that there's, a, there's a fear factor that uh, Central has on some of these other programs. Little bubble to the outside. Auburn will have to sum up and make, make the tackle, and a whole bunch of hats getting around there trying to fly around and make a tackle. And Will was, Lee, number 40, yeah, Will number, Lee was, uh, was over there. I, I remember Will Lee from, uh, from youth football. Uh, kid always had a nose for the ball, and um, from what I know about him, he'll be a good little player for, for Auburn, uh, sophomore playing linebacker right now. Trey Smith also checks in over there. Maddox Jones wearing number 17. As a uh, little swing pass out to the near side, stepping up and making a tackle is number 16 there, B.J. McGee, the defensive back. See number 90 checking in the game, Micah Bowersock, a defensive lineman. Bunch of Homer getting as many people in as they can. Ashton Wilson, a linebacker, checks into the game. Kamari Russell, a defensive back, checks in. 
And once again, quarterback will pull it, and now will look to run. Hello gets a, gets a block from his receiver and runs out of bounds. Good yardage there on first down. Yeah, almost almost a blindside block yep. over there. He almost set up his receiver to uh, – he did, you know, pointing him out <laughs> to, 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 get a, uh, to get a block, but almost cost 15 yards right there. Isaac Bedford checks back into the game, a sophomore that Auburn has high hopes for at the safety position. 6'1", 160. 140 and rolling here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead 48-7. to Tigers show blitz. Here comes Will Lee, and uh, he'll actually get, his, get, get in on the gang tackle there. The far side is the, the back side of that, uh, that play was able to hold up to allow the pressure to get there. Chris Watkins was in there, defense alignment, as well as uh, number 52, Dakaris Payne. Yeah, these guys are doing a good job coming in and just not letting uh, Percy Julian just kind of have their way with them. I mean, they're playing hard, physical, and, and playing assignment football. And they're also, they're still going against ones. Yeah. McGrew steps up. Nice nice scramble there. Tries to tries to stiff arm there uh, Amari Brown, who ends up coming up with the tackle. I saw uh, Trey Smith just run onto the field. Landon Battle, a defense alignment, also rotates in. Jackson Laverne coming in on a blitz, fader out to the near side, and threw it in between six people. <laughs> three defensive backs and three receivers. That one incomplete. Well, their quarterback's got a good arm. He, he's a good athlete and has thrown some good passes tonight. They, they put him in a situation to have to, to make some difficult throws on their uh, on the options that they're giving him. But, uh, you know, that ball was laid out there. I think two receivers, one of them looked up and thought the other one was going to make a play on the ball. And neither one of them did. But um, I've been impressed with just the, the guy's poise and uh, his physicality, and, and I think he has thrown some good balls tonight. Yeah, last year we saw this this team was just overmatched from the start and didn't really have a chance. They came in, gave Auburn a battle, and then uh, as there's going to be a quarterback run to the outside, down the sideline, they might add on a little extra touchdown as he steps out of bounds right at the five-yard line. And he'll mark it to the tw to the three yard line here with 20 seconds left. I forget what the final was, but it was it was a wide margin. Yeah. Um, and then here tonight, you know, they come in tied up in the first quarter. It's tied at seven at the end of one quarter of play, and then Auburn able to force some issues on defense, make some adjustments, and then just kind of grind out a, a big win here tonight. Yeah. And that last play was the one they just went back to that uh, Jack had asked coach about, and you know they made some adjustments, but. They, they probably haven't – those adjustments likely never filter down to the, you know, the guys that are in the game now right now. So they're, they're playing the old way of, of, of fitting that. Speed option to the outside, pitches it to the running back who's going to get in as it would make sense if they were able to get Rodgers a touchdown. Yeah. And they do. So with 15 seconds left, Rodgers punches it in from a couple of yards out to make it 48-13. to 13. Yeah, and he's played hard. I mean, he's, a, he's been a good running back, you know, for those guys to have a little bit of success right here at the end. Um, you know, they've, they've earned that. But, uh, again, you know, they, they went back to the, um, to the this is what we heard Auburn with at the beginning of the game, and uh, the adjustments just never got yeah. to the guys that are, that are in here. 
Hoover falls to Hewitt 28-7 as Hoover is 1-4 on the year and have scored 13 points in the last two weeks of region play. That's been a, been a fall for them, man. I mean, they, they no longer are acquiring all the talent in that area. That's there moving to Thompson and, um, and Vestavia, Vestavia and Hewitt as the extra point is up, and I think he missed it to the near side. He yeah. did. We'll take this time out to sneak in a break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. 15 seconds left to go here in regulation. 48-13. Make sure you stick with us for the Southern Union State Community College postgame show as Jack will head down to the field to have a conversation with head coach Keith Etheridge. And we'll wrap up some scores real quick and then uh, – and then call it a night. And then Jack will get home, go to sleep, wake up, talk to you about Auburn football at 7 a.m. Rob gets to go to Birmingham tomorrow bright and early as well. Yep. How is the season going for the, for them right now? It's going really good. They're uh, they're 9-3. and three. Uh, They did lose their opening conference match against Wichita State, but uh, they play two this week uh, this weekend against UAB. So we'll see if they can't uh, get in the win column there in the American. And if you're not familiar, we're talking about East Carolina volleyball where Rob's daughter is a freshman on the team. Sky kick. Return it. Forget the fair catch. Go get yards. It's Charlie <laughs> Ward on the return, and he will get out of bounds. And um, you were telling me y'all had a pretty cool moment when she was able to be a starter, and, and y'all weren't really expecting it there in one of the earlier games in the year. Yeah, we, we weren't. They uh, second tournament. They um, they didn't even tell her. They you know the way that you find out if you're starting. They walk up to you and they say autograph this volleyball to throw out into the stands when they call your name out. And so we were trying. We weren't even at the game. We were watching it on TV. And all of a sudden her face pops up on as a, as a starter. So we were we were going pretty berserk. But uh, she ended up leading the team in kills that night and uh, got to start for a couple more nights. But uh, We'll see how they progress. Jackson Dooley comes in and takes the knee, and that'll do it. 48-13 Tigers win. They improved to 4-1 and one on the year, and more importantly, they improved to 3-1 and one in region play as they will get ready to head to the number one team in 5A next week, the Ramsey Rams in Birmingham and Legion Field. When we come back, we'll have the Southern Union State Community College postgame show. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. 
Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Now back to the stadium for the Southern Union Post Game Show. Recapping tonight's Auburn High game on Wings 94-3. Welcome back to the Southern Union State Community College Post Game Show. As we'll see if Jack can get a hold of Coach now. He's got it. And if he's got him, we'll go ahead and send it down to you, bud. All right, Scott, down on the field with head coach Keith Etheridge. Coach, appreciate you joining me here. Yes, I talked to you at halftime a little bit. Seems like you guys kind of kept the foot on the gas there. Uh, just talk to us about what the win means tonight. What did you do there in the second half to kind of keep the momentum rolling? Just, you know, got try to get the ball to our horses, you know. Uh, we did a good job offensively and defensively in the second half. You know, gave up a late score right there with the young guys in, but those young guys need to get some work. So, trying to get all them guys in, get them, get them, get them ready to play at this varsity level. So, there you go. So, obviously, you know, you're going to start to look ahead to this week, but you get to celebrate a homecoming win. Um, just you talk about the homecoming win. You know, you get homecoming court out tonight. Yeah. Good atmosphere for you tonight, I thought. Yeah, congratulations to the ladies at halftime. I see. Uh, uh, Miss Pritchett won the homecoming queen. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it's a great win for us tonight. You know, uh, great atmosphere here at the Duck. It's awesome, awesome being back home and playing here. So uh, just you know, we're gonna enjoy this one for a couple of days and then get ready for the next one. Now you get to go on the road to 5A, number one team in 5A. Now I know you'll look ahead to this one, but anything you got on a preview for those guys? Yeah, they're very athletic. Just like last year, you know, they came over here and, and fought and scrapped, and you know, we pulled away at the end. They got a really good football team. You know, they're well coached. They're they're hard nosed, and you got to you know, I, you know, I'm from the Birmingham area, so I know Ramsey pretty well, and they're 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 very athletic and very well coached. Good job, coach. Congrats on the win. I know you got an audience foreman yeah, through, so. Yeah, Y'all go ahead and suit up, guys. I'll send it back Thank up to y'all. That's head coach Keith Etheridge. Thanks, Jack. Is that is uh, head coach Keith Etheridge as 
You hit on everything, you know. Kids came in, played, and, you know, they gave up one against some young guys, but they got to get a taste for it. And then, yeah, you get to turn the page pretty quick to go against a talented Ramsey team. Yeah, and the thing that he hit on that we never even discussed is that, you know, there's a lot of distraction this week with homecoming and, um, you know, all the things that, that go on with that. And, and those guys handled it well, you yeah. know. I mean, it's uh, – you, you, you sometimes never know what you're going to get with uh, some of these young guys during homecoming week, but uh, they only have so many home games this year. you gotta, you got to make the most of them, and uh, I know the last one that left a, a super sour taste in the mouth, so uh, to come out and get a win is, uh, is, is just, it's just fantastic. Yeah, there was also there was a lot of distractions back in that one, so Auburn handled it better this time. Yeah. Uh, had DeMarcus wearing all that stuff going on the first week and, uh, and did not play well in the first quarter. And, and tonight a different story and able to uh, come away with a big win here in, uh, in this one. And now only two, home, two more home games, yeah. two more guaranteed home games left on the year as this is the Southern Union State Community College postgame show presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The post-game show continues. Brought to you by Southern Union State Community College. On your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome back to the Southern Union State Community College post-game show. As Auburn High School wins this one 48-13. And this post-game show is presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path, visit suscc.edu. Jack, give me region scores and go.
Yeah, man, we got uh, Opelika on top of Prattville, 38 to 13. Actually, that just goes final, so the dogs uh, get one over Prattville there. Dothan and Smith Station, boy, this is a bloodbath. Dothan, 66, Smith Station, nothing right now. That one happening in Dothan, still not done. That one's still in the fourth quarter. And then uh, last region game of the night, I believe, well, Enterprise uh, takes down Rehoboth, 52 to 6, so not a whole lot going on there. That's what happened in Area 2 tonight. Thank you, Jack. Those scores brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto on the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn, Alabama. Thank you, Jack, as uh, those scores, again, always brought to you by Franklin. Um, go see them. They do great work. And also be sure to tune in to ESPN 106.7 on the line with Jacob Goins every Thursday at 3 p.m. on game weeks to hear Coach Etheridge previews of the upcoming game and review the, the past game. Also, again, 7 a.m., wake up with uh, your Byron Smokehouse breakfast and also a cup of coffee, and you can listen to Jack and T-Bone. Talk uh, game day on the wings at 7 a.m., getting you ready for Auburn and Texas A&M in what is an absolutely loaded week of college football. And, and Rob, uh, last week turned out to have a bunch of really good games in college football, but it wasn't kind of built like that. It was kind of just a lull before the storm. Yeah. Uh, There's a whole bunch of really good games tomorrow. Lots, Should be at least. Lots of opportunities to see some games, and uh, I'm looking forward to the ones in the conference with Ole Miss and Alabama. I'm looking forward to uh, the Auburn game, obviously, but uh, – yeah, man, there's uh, there's plenty to choose from. Uh, also, that Colorado-Oregon game that uh, that the whole country will be um, intrigued by. So um, we'll, we'll see how it all unfolds. But uh, yeah, there's surprises every week. Yeah, Travis Hunter out for the Col for Colorado. That's going to be a big blow. Uh, he's their best player uh, on yeah, both sides. Unbelievable. Um, the other thing there is, you know, you're big when you're overshadowing Ohio State Notre Dame. <laughs> no, I, you don't even don't even think about it. But uh, yeah, I, I personally think that, that Oregon is going to um, – I think they're going to uh, roll. Yeah, to have a, a really, uh, you know, really have their way with, with Colorado. I mean, they've just got more talent. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm also interested to watch the uh, the Ron Roberts and Bobby Petrino uh, go at each other yeah. and see how they attack one another and, and see if Auburn see if Auburn will surprise us tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for just Auburn to play well. I feel I like it's too. been a while since Auburn played well on the road. Probably the last time was the Arkansas game back in 21. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just been a while since Auburn went on the road and played really, really well. You know, they played hard against Mississippi State last year but did not play yeah. well. Yeah, and if there's a place to do it, I think this is it. Auburn's had a lot of success in College Station. I don't think, you know, for all the people that they have there, I don't think the noise is like it is in other places. And it's an 11 o'clock kickoff, yeah. which is always going to favor the, uh, the the visiting team in these situations. So, uh, you know, it's there before them. They just got to go out and see if they can make it happen. Yeah, the other thing is, is uh, if Auburn's able to pull off the upset tomorrow, next Saturday at Jordan Hare Stadium is become, oh, no doubt. becomes Rabbit. old school Jordan Hare Stadium. I agree. I agree. Total yards from tonight, two, uh, 362 for Auburn, 323 for Percy Julian. Not a whole lot of difference there. The difference is Auburn had short fields a lot. Percy Julian had to go 80 yards uh, a lot. I know you're out next week. What you got going on next weekend? And next week going we're to going to Greenville, North Carolina, for uh, two matches against East Carolina versus Florida Atlantic. So we'll be up, we'll be up there for uh, for volleyball. Well, good luck to the Pirates. Hopefully, hopefully it turns out to be a great weekend so. up there. I hope so. Well, Just glad I don't have to get up so early in the morning yeah, to do uh, to do Auburn to do Auburn football. It's, it's, a, it's a labor of love, Rob. It's a labor of love. <laughs> hey, I've, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> 
It's something. That's going to wrap it up for us here tonight. Tigers get this one 48-13, to 13, our final score. Our next broadcast will be right here on the Auburn High School Sports Network next Friday night against Ramsey, the number one team in 5A and the defending 5A state champs. Airtime will be 6.30 right here on Wings 94.3, wingsfm.com, and the Wings 94.3 app. Kickoff at 7 in Legion Field. I've never been there. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. Be sure to tune in on ESPN 106.7's On the Line with Jacob Goins every Thursday at 3 p.m. on Game Weeks to hear from Coach to hear Coach Etheridge preview the next game. Auburn High School football is produced by Jack Hudden, our studio engineer Sam Boyd. For my broadcast partner Rob Pate, I'm Scott Bagwell. Until next time, have a good night and go Tigers. Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3 has been presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Thanks for listening to your hometown station for Auburn Sports, Wings 94.3.